The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode for the uh, 12th of February, 2018. It's called White Mystery. Now, uh, it's a pretty good episode. Uh, Jimmy reviews a couple of movies. We uh, answer a fan mail, address some hate mail, uh, cover a lot of stuff in here. And it's uh, it's a good time. Uh, Listen, um, before uh, we get to the episode, I wanted to ask you guys something. Um, For the past three or four years now, uh, what I do when I get my comics every Wednesday is... Is well, first they sit in a stack for about a month, uh, <laughs> a month or two or more. Uh, but when I finally get around to reading them, what I do is I I leave them in public. Uh, I just leave them in places, airports, you know, coffee shops, things like that. I leave them in public places after I get done reading them, and 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 I put a geek show flyer in there as well. And the reason I do that is well, I would hope that people would you know pick up the comic and. I mean, my first motivation is is uh, I'm like a little drug dealer. I'm like, you know, the first one's free. And, and maybe you saw it in an airport and pick it up and you remember how much fun you had reading comics. Maybe it get, gets you back to your local comic shop. That's that's my first motivation. The second one is, you know, to turn people onto the podcast with a free gift, you know. So my question is, is that if, if you have ever found one of my little comic books that I've left around and you've picked it up and taken it home would you let me know i mean i've left them all over the nation and in foreign places and and all over the state of utah and and uh, i just really like to know if you if you got that if it turned you on to the show uh i would like to know that that so if you would just email me there's email addresses on the website or just k-e-r-r-y at x96.com is is uh, is the is a good email place to get a hold of me. Let me know if you found one of my little gifts I've left lying around. And, you know, if, if it made you read the comic or listen to the podcast, tell me what it did for you. Okay? Alright, anyway, as always, want to thank our uh, fine, fine sponsors, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. They're open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It is Dr. Volt's also, Cabin Fever, located at the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East, from lava lamps to rubber duckies, and a lot more. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, our friend Chef Daniel has finally opened his dream, the Twin Sons Cafe. Now serving breakfast and lunch from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day but Tuesday. Uh, he describes the food as Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence, and he can accommodate all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal. Go see Daniel at uh, the Twin Sons Cafe, 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Of course, Black Velvet Boutique, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or go to their website, blackvelvetboutique.com. They're open seven days a week. It's not a porn store or novelty store. It's it's a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex ed uh, workshops as well. Also, uh, Valley Office Systems. Stop worrying about expensive repairs for your office printer. Run your business like the professionals do. Get a contract for superior service along with the highest quality Ricoh or Kyocera printers 
from Valley Office Systems. All right, let's uh, get underway then. The name of the episode is White Mystery, and uh, we'll get to it after a moment or so. Please to enjoy. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Welcome back to the basement. Boy, howdy. Ah, I'm here. It's uh, we're here. This episode is being released on the 12th of February. Oh if, man! If, if the world's still here, if the world's still here, if we're still here, um, we see Black Panther tomorrow. Yes, I don't. Oh, I won't either. Oh, oh. Shannon and I have parent-teacher conference. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Actually, it's weird because Lee is the student in that situation, yeah. and so Shannon has to evaluate Lee. Yeah. As the oh. Every year, I, I I come to the evaluation with the same thing. It's when will I become thing. the master? It's mm. a full physical. Yep. <laughs> you hear the glove snap. Finger in the butt. <laughs> and the lube going to the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to bark at me all the time? Don't need yep. this. <laughs> uh, I know I, and I shouldn't be doing this on the, on the show, but I know I told you guys earlier that there would be no food, but there is apparently uh, some vegan soup and uh, some veggies and pizza upstairs. Ooh, Ooh. cool. So when we, uh, when we decide. So this half's over? <laughs> We're all done. <laughs> Tony's know, it's hungry. A, uh, just kidding. Uh, it's just uh, Sue, Sue's friend Ange is over, and uh, and speaking of which, she brought this. What oh is wow, that? that is it, a big bottle. That is a seven dollar uh, bottle. It's Kirkland vodka. Is that that's like Grey Goose, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. no, they no, don't no, lie. It's the same I, distillery. Yeah, I take their word for it. One of those, uh, one of those bottles almost killed me once. It wasn't even from drinking it. <laughs> Did you Remember get hit that? on the head with it? You dropped this thing. Yeah, no, I've, I mean, it's well, like a missile. So Jimmy and Cap brought me back one, mm-hmm. and then, but they, you guys bought like a case. Yeah, we were in Phoenix, and uh, so we sat and drank a bunch before I took mine home that I uh, gave him money for. <laughs> so drunk, I walked in my house and I dropped it. And it broke on my floor, oh. and then I slipped on the vodka. <laughs> and I just like laying there. I was like, "Am I fucking dead?" <laughs> the last time I saw, and then I started crying because it's Kirkland, obviously Costco. Uh, was when Cat and I went down to uh, Legoland for the Ninjago jacket, mm-hmm. and we were like, told the the Uber driver, we we're like, "So we need to go to a place that has liquor." He's like, "Oh yeah, I got it." And gets off the exit right in front of Legoland. There's a Costco, and he's walking like a real Costco, like. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> oh yeah. So I've, I've been I've had a crash course over the last nine days over repackaging for other markets, and so if they say it's Grey Goose and it's just in a Kirkland bottle, mm-hmm. it's Grey Goose in a Kirkland bottle. That's that's what they tell me. Even yeah. if it's not, it's still delicious. Yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've, I've learned I've learned something about repackaging products for other markets, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's an interesting thing, mm-hmm. and it can deal to How, a great uh, amount of volume. <laughs> I can't quite read that. Um, Need some glasses? One, I got glasses on. One point seven five liters. How much is that? Oh, that's like that's uh, a, a half a gallon, isn't it's it? It's like a a it's gallon? almost two liters. No, that's that's a full gallon. It's two liters a gallon. And do you know how much that thing costs? Now, now what's what? What are we saying? Like how many liters bucks, is that? Right? I know it's nineteen ninety nine. It says one point seven five liter. Okay, L. One point seven five liters. Yeah, I'm just curious as to how much that is because hey, Carrie, it's almost two liters. We See, folks, folks who listen to this show, and and uh, there there are many outside of Utah. We got the metrics. I'll have to tell you about it. Ooh. Uh, you folks in China, 
you know, I don't know. China. If, I don't know if you have access to to liquor handily over there or not. But so it's uh, um, just a little people under are half listening a gallon. to us in ah, fucking China. I it. So it's about half a gallon. It's, it's, it. it's zero point four six two gallons. But uh, wow. y'all who are outside of Utah don't understand the uh, the strangeness of of the mm-hmm. Utah liquor laws. You know, unless uh, you live in Vermont, then you're like, wow, I wish I had laws like like, like Utah. That's true. Um, because you know, when we go to California, we just go to Costco. Yeah. <laughs> here, no, no, you can't. Even they though we have the that. world's largest, we have the world's largest Costco here, but that has no liquor. There, out. there are there are towns in Oregon where um, widows of veterans sit at liquor stores on election day because you can't buy booze on election day in Oregon, and you'll have these widows that. just sitting there in their lawn chairs, giving you crusty booger eyes when you walk in to get your booze. It's election day, young man. You need to practice your civic opportunity. It's like, I already fucking voted. I want to drink the pain away. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't buy it, why is, the, why is it open? Because a lot of times liquor stores are attached to other stores. Oh, okay. So it's not like here where it's That was a, a Utah question. Yeah, it's not like here where it's a where It's, a <laughs> it's own Church, thing. I mean state-owned it's liquor this, store. Yeah, it's this own... Sh- it's a shame center is what they call mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's purposely made to be not attractive. Yep. Uh, it's just very basic, and you're to feel bad when you go in there. That's yep. why mm. they do it. That and they way. make well, it legal. Ask- you you can legally bring your children in because they want the optics of you being a shitty parent and bringing your kids into the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question though. Uh, I don't uh, can't think of any liquor stores that are attractive. Like you know what I mean? Like have you been, ever to, been to a oh, Bevmo? No. A Bevmo? Yes, Bevmo, I've been, Bevmo. Man. Have you? I've been inside, but there's nothing outside. There's what? not like fucking sparklers outside. Like, the, oh no! <laughs> but at least it's not just a plain fucking warehouse building. No, you there's know. this. There's this one. God, what is it? Because I have a hat of it in Denver. There's yeah. this beautiful giant liquor store there. Yeah, there are several in, in yeah. Southern California. That I, that there's I, a Vons. There's a Vons Liquor Palace in in San Diego. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it smells great. Like you walk in and they just kind of mist you with saffron. Look, all I want is a water that's slide a, to go inside. Okay? That's expensive. <laughs> a water slide. It's a. It's Wee, a vo- hey, I'm making the one to the vodka. It's a vodka slide. <laughs> just make sure you don't have any open wounds. You just um, put your feet up on the sides. I'm not coming out. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, Ange brought this and, and said that, that we could partake if we'd well, like. Yeah, we'll pop that shit open, to, bro. Uh, what are you doing? Go ahead, Jimmy, if you would, please. Yeah. Uh, he wants us to pop that shit open, bro. He's Shannon Barnes. Yeah, bro. What's up, t- guy? <laughs> bro. You're doing so good. Fuck. Uh... <laughs> Ridder- Everything's awful. Everything's boy, awful except for my pub quiz, which you can come, you know, and just escape, escape from life's drudgeries, drudgeries, yeah. and you know, plodding steps until uh, into a uh, doom. Is that for you? Yeah. Uh, at lucky thirteen, I'm every Wednesday. Pass. Yeah, right. thank you. Yeah. Eight thirty. God, it's just just let me. T- it's fuck. I'm great. It's great. <laughs> Brian, you know, Brian's great. This one's mine. That one's yours. Oh, I'm passing. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you, two, you two drink it up. Party hardy. I will also pass. I'm just... Uh, I'm <laughs> well, just, we didn't ask you. Oh. Yeah, I'm, just right. having the, I'm just having the one. Lucky 13, it's free. What you got to fucking lose? The well, game? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> the game. <laughs> he is passing. He is Lee George Cade. I passed. Yeah, I pass solidarity with my with my, with my friend Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Plus, I find that I I interrupt less if I don't drink. Oh, I, I hope. <laughs> Although, I hope. well, there are less people here to interrupt today. So, ah, damn it, that's the problem. So you could have done it. Yeah, yeah, I, I could have. But no, I'm I'm just not going to do that because I find I find that I I I just I remember more when people mm-hmm. come into my shop. 
Uh, so that's why I drink. The, the Vegan Agenda at 145 East, 1300 South Suite 201. Now, see, I was and concerned they, because last episode you didn't refer to it as the Vegan Agenda. And I was concerned agenda. that you maybe changed the name. No, I get confused because I have so many businesses right now. I know. I <laughs> I, I mean, we're bringing in uh, Bert and Greta's vegan jerky. That's just so confusing to what? me because I don't even know who Bert and Greta are, but supposedly that's a thing. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you stop wait, by the shop. Wait, hold on. You're selling a competitor's jerky? No, Why it's my jerky. Do? Oh. They oh. sound like nice people. But just I've learned a lot about repackaging for other markets. Mm. Oh. Now I get it. <laughs> Is that the Canadian version? Could be. I get oh. it. I get it now. Let's just say that I've learned a lot about wire transfers. Oh. So anyway, but I already huh. knew, I already knew a lot because I'm a retired banker. Uh, anyway, you stop by the shop. We're open Monday through Saturday. Uh, we've got all kinds of great treats. We've got uh, seriously, we've got these bacon chips that don't have bacon on them because we're a vegan shop. But really, most of the bacon you find in stores isn't real anyway. Uh, bacon bits aren't bacon. No, they're soy protein. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they're vegan, aren't they? They are vegan. They are vegan. Yes. Most unless you get like the expensive bacon bits, then they're made of bacon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got uh, frozen <laughs> breakfast burritos we made. It's a potato and a tofu scramble and chorizo. And I make the chorizo in-house. Actually, I make the whole thing in-house. They're they're great. Mm. Uh, and if you can't make it in and you want to support my other uh, thriving empire, uh, that's uh, Fresh Vegan Foods. And you can find us at FreshEats.com or on Etsy under Fresh Vegan Foods. And we sell the jerky there. And I believe if you order on Etsy, we'll actually ship, uh, we'll ship a case to you um, and not charge you for shipping. Because we want you to put our food in your face. Mm. And now we're, we also have a competing... Um, a competing slogan going on though, because uh, my, it's, it's my, easy to eat. My wife's decided that I, I I've been on the fence on it's easy to eat for months. Because uh-huh. see, here's the thing: most people don't realize about about Jay is that if you put something out into the world, it's going to thrive. It propagates just by sheer force of his charisma. It's going yeah. to thrive. So. Yeah. Say say he decides that your slogan for your business is something like "It's easy to eat." Yes. You don't necessarily like it. Doesn't matter. You're stuck with yeah, it. It's too late. Right. Right. But my wife's decided uh, that the slogan of the business should be "Where do you jerk it?" So, oh, that's good. <laughs> I actually kind of like that more. That's real good. I don't know. Or, or I even don't know. just you know, where do you jerk? How uh, do you jerk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or where does where does your jerk take you? Um, all those things work, and <laughs> and she's such a nice lady. <laughs> I actually was uh, watching uh, some TV show the other day, and someone goes, man, this is not easy to eat. I go, no oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. And so I go, well, it's not as jerky then. Jeez. It's not uh, the vegan jerky. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if it's easy to eat or uh, where do you jerk it is going to be our new campaign. Uh, it's definitely. Well, I think you better ask Greta and uh, Bert and Greta. And Bert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but know. I don't speak Canadian. How about it fits in my mouth? <laughs> I think that was a no. No? Yeah, I, 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 I think uh, that's right up there. That's it, right up there. With but you have to say it that way. It fits in my mouth. <laughs> it's right up there with. It's hard unless it's not. <laughs> he's pretty. Sh- he's pretty sure it's a no. He's the producer and designated driver of the uh, program. He is Quad T. Hey, how's that cubicle? <laughs> <laughs> no, now see. You've not seen the metrics either. Oh, I guess I need to see the metrics. That's what we have learned. Let's talk about the metrics. How's, how's the inside of that semi truck? It, no, it's it's oh. the cubicle. It's uh, people are listening at work. On, I knew it on Monday and Tuesday when they when they get these. Uh, yeah, check but they're out. fired on Wednesday. I know. <laughs> well, you put <laughs> headphones on so that nobody knows. Exactly. Yeah, gotta go back uh, to the bonds. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot with Jaron and Owen and a surprise guest every episode. Never right. gonna be me. 
Woo! Never to be Shannon. Oh, can't you go and talk about the what oh. is Katamari you like, the game? You Katamari Damacy? We could yeah. talk about Katamari Damacy and the Google Home you have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I call it my digital slave. <laughs> I want to. And come that's on. why when they take over, you're going to be the first to die. I want to come on and talk about how that uh, that new car commercial that keeps referencing the Amazon Alexa keeps activating my Amazon Alexa. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, because I'm getting really tired of that. Mm-hmm. Say, like, hey, Alexa, tell Starbucks to make my order. And like, my thing goes... I didn't understand. You don't have a Starbucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> see my favorite. Also, why, is your, why does your Alexa sound like Tina from fucking Bob's Burgers? We program the voice. Be like, hey Alexa, Alexa, start the car. I don't know why I bother anymore. Mm-hmm. See, I always say, Alexa, tell me a joke, and she'll tell like the shittiest jokes. Yeah. I go, you suck, Alexa. Just walk out, walk out uh, you know, I just tell to shut up. I, go, I always say, Alexa, okay, shut up. Shut up, Alexa. My daughter she once said, up. Alexa, go fuck yourself, and the Alexa said, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> That's where you say, fuck you, Alexa. Yeah. It was very adorable. No, you just kind of have to worry at that point. Yep. You know, she's keeping track. That's I also right. know when you sleep, Lee. Yep. Good night. <laughs> That's why I don't sleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he doesn't like Alexa. He's Jimmy Martin. Oh, I like Alexa. She tells me the weather and shitty jokes all the yes. time. Sorry to pass on your vodka. But uh, let's see. Watch me on hey, I'll drink another shot. Yeah, take mine. Uh, watch me on KSL. Big Boogie Mouth Off. Listen to me on Geek Show, Mediocre Show, and uh, The Arrow. And read me in Slug. Um, I'm trying to think what movies are coming out. So, well, what, what I guess, if I can't read? What can I check your stuff out on? If they can't read, yeah. well, they have a Braille version. Okay, it's for the deaf people. For the deaf. You really right. <laughs> oh, that's a callback so right there. You should really, you should really provide an audio book. Yeah. yeah. Can it be read by James Earl Jones? No, it's gonna be Paul Rubens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bob, I want Bobcat Goldthwait to do it. Peter but, but, Rabbit is not a very good movie. <laughs> no. I didn't realize how uh, how well of friends he was with Robin Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, like big time. Oh, they were tight. Yeah, yeah. Like, like after he, uh, Rob, I saw that documentary at Sundance, and like one of the first people to go to Rob Williams' house to see his kids was Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, they were tight. Just, he's like, he's like Bob. Just you know, Bobcat hung out for like days and just said, "Whatever you need, I'm here." Mm. He's like, I'll just sleep on the couch, and basically, it's just whatever you guys need. One of Robin Williams' uh, last movies was a Bobcat Goldthwait movie. That's oh, right, That's uh, Father of the Year. Father of the Year, oh. fantastic fucking movie. Move that Bob Did you know that from Shannon? Oh yeah, not, not so much a. Uh, <laughs> he will not. He will knock it over. <laughs> that is probably true. All right. Uh, Into my if you, stomach. If you've seen, if you've seen Father of the Year, uh, you know it's been out for a while. So it's spoiler alert. When he is naked, jumping into the pool, that was Robin Williams' decision. That was not in the script. He just goes, oh, fuck this. He goes, he goes I'm going fucking butt naked off that diving board. Goes, Nobody's seen my ass since the Fisher King. Oh, you can see more than that. <laughs> so, Nobody's yeah. seen my balls since the Fisher King. And? <laughs> Nobody's seen my navel since the Fisher King. <laughs> so, it's good. You know what? I You know whose navel I haven't seen in a very long time? Whose? This be our host, Carrie Jackson. No one has seen my navel. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen your navel. Hey, you let's want... get him, guys! <laughs> <laughs> That's because through the power of cloning technology, he doesn't have one. Whoa! No, you, know, you, you won't. Because it's not where it needs to be. Did you get it moved? Uh, I uh, it not not by choice. Got, yeah. one, there was a year. They didn't move his parts around where he got split like a trout. Yep, they, it's it's moved to one side. Is it off Whoa. center? It's off center. It's like in in, in, in parlance. In parlance, your generation will understand. He got splinched. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that word is. That's a Harry Potter thing. It, it, uh, he got stuck in a wall. It wasn't a function okay. of the actual splitting. It was me coming over and making him laugh. Mm-hmm. No, you're the reason that my scar is so big. Because yeah. it kept stretching the stitches. Man, and... there's 
several chicks that would say that too, but it's about their mental health. <laughs> it was really it was, <laughs> my scars. It was, it was really sad when you were. It was really sad when you were going through that because I remember Shannon saying, "You need to come to the hospital and visit Carrie with me because I need someone who isn't funny." Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh. he said it nicer than that. No, I need I need somebody that I can't, I with a British right? accent. Yeah, so I need you to come with so Carrie hello. won't laugh at everything. Hello. Hello. All right, where can we find you, Carrie? <laughs> oh, um, and I, your weird navel. Monday through Friday, six to ten, x ninety six dot com. I was just—it was so cool that they operated on you with one of those Doctor No lasers from they the sixties. They yeah. did. I mean, because I because I see these same procedures now, and oh, yeah. it's like the 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 scar is just—it's so pretty. It's handsome. And mine, I am I am a monster. They I, use a, they I use a laser a now. Like if you have the same procedure, like they have to chase the cancer up your abdominal wall. Yeah. They 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 leave you with a six pack. They just sculpt it into your they stomach. Might, yeah, they could. Yeah. You know, well, well, there we'll do some liposuction. It'll be great. Yeah. What did McCoy say? What is this? The goddamn Spanish Inquisition, Middle Ages? Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it like? Uh, when people passing like kidney stones down. It's just like vibration, like waves. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It's like, it's like uh, you're in a pool or something. Like a now. sonogram thing yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, this uh, first story for uh, for Shannon. Oh, good. Oh, great. I'm so excited. Uh, what about these the stories? Sp- never make me happy. It's got to be about preacher if it's for Shannon or the no. Hulk or Superman. Oh, <laughs> oh! This might be the good news. I'm Henry, actually, Henry, I'm about. Henry Cavill's going to be on preacher. No, uh, turn me up just a little bit, would you? Okay. Um, here it is, because I know you're really excited about Krypton, the TV series. Oh yeah, about the a- political intrigue of. Of Superman's um, planet before he was before, fucking born, before Superman. he was even Superman. Yeah. Superman's grandpa. Superman's grandpa. Yeah, I'm so because that's the, what you wanted on the pilot episode. I know everybody dies. <laughs> I, uh, I I hear they cast the minivan from the last episode of Caprica. <laughs> so okay, we'll give you another Superman show. All right, how about this? It's called Metropolis. Uh huh. Yeah, I heard about this. Too. And it stars Lois Lane mm-hmm. and Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Before Superman comes to Metropolis, you know, I want me a Metropolis show without that fucking Superman. It seems to, it seems that they're doing an awful lot to avoid anything involving a special effect. Yeah, on right. all of these shows. Uh, this will be on that uh, DC uh, streaming service. That oh, DC, so I can watch it on my fucking phone. Yeah, um, or your Chromecast. Yeah, we're going to Chromecast. Chromecast. Yeah. I could come on and talk yeah. about that. Yeah, just so, do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Me- <laughs> Metropolis will follow Lois Lane and Lex Luthor. Before Clark Kent made himself known as Superman, <laughs> uh, you put Jimmy to sleep. Uh, weirdly enough, and they will be working together. That's the weird part. Here's the thing. Also, in the comics, so it's like they a, were friends. It's like X Files. Yeah, they say they're going to investigate the world of fringe science and expose the city's dark oh. and bizarre oh, secrets. <laughs> so why don't we just watch Fringe again then? So it's Gotham. Yeah. But in Metropolis, and as a matter of fact, the Gotham executive producers are behind this, uh, John Stevens and Danny Cannon. We're going to make a show called Metropolis. Ooh, Superman show. No, you know, the second no, that Clark no, Kent no. puts on that cape, the show's over. show's over. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I'm not watching Gotham, but isn't he, like, awfully close to being Batman now? Well, he's he's got a costume. Yeah. He's he's got a costume. Does it's he just need to glue some. Is it an early rendition called Ratman? No, it's oh. just like he went to a sporting goods store and got like a bulletproof vest, and some hockey shoulder pads, and some kind of mask. <laughs> yeah. The mask looks like it might be custom, but yeah. it's just 
it covers up, you know, it's like a Batman mask, but without the ears. Right. Kind Wait of. a minute. So this sounds like in uh, Dark Knight when the vigilante Batmans are trying to fight. And what do they say? What's the difference between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> 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 sounds like he is wearing hockey pads. So uh, No one knew me when I was and, young. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. he, does, he doesn't have a cape. He just has a trench coat, right? Uh, no. Oh. Not a trench oh. coat. He's got a towel. No, it, he just he's just wearing like an outfit of some kind. No, it's like know. the was it the makeshift suit that Blank Man wore. Yes. <laughs> I am Blank Man. Uh, so there you go. That's that's um, well, Metropolis. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. I'm, I know I read about it earlier in the week and I tried excited. to forget about it. So thanks a lot for that. I I, I, <laughs> I, did, I also I also heard heard about the TNT stage uh, channel show they're doing called Bloodhaven and it's about this uh, this town that's crime infested. Um, and it's really just about the gangs, but, but not Nightwing. There's no, no Nightwing. Nightwing. There's no Nightwing. <laughs> no, no, Nightwing. no yeah. don't do a Nightwing show. Uh, there's another one. There's another one called uh, Watchtower, and it's just this empty clock tower, and it's an hour every week of this empty <laughs> clock tower. Wait, before, hold on. Before the Oracle was before, there. before they moved in, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's just, just, yeah. People like a realtor just yeah. walking people from, through it to try to from sell the it. producers. What brought you Gotham and uh, Kryptonite uh, comes Clock Tower. <laughs> It's, uh, it's it's what, called Metropolis. It's a lonely story of a clock tower. What needs a cripple to live in it? See, I'm. <laughs> like, so they're gonna say, "I want to watch that show." They're gonna say, "So the minute the minute Barbara Gordon rolls in yeah. there, it's fucking over. Game's second, over. It's fucking over. Sec- second, there's wheels on tile. It's done." See, I'm I'm excited for the prequel to Top Gun. It's just the Wright brother story. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Second, right, brothers. Second goose gets in that plane. Series is done. Orville. Uh, I told you the Montgolfier brothers did this hundred years ago. Uh. You know, I heard. Uh, it's funny you said that. Um, it sure is. Uh, it was super funny. Like, like Leonardo da Vinci. Remember how he had the yeah. the flying machine design? Well, time traveler. It makes sense. I saw Hudson Hawk. But somebody said that it's it's not really a well known historical fact, but. They believe that he talked a guy into trying it out, trying it out, no. and, and jumping to his death. Yeah, <laughs> he was very charismatic. Nah, man, it's totally cool. I painted that over there. That looks pretty good, right? Guy, <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci, man, don't worry about it. It's, it's gonna work. Like, the guy what? was like, "Well, look how well drawn that is. Yeah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> go bad. Look at this fresco. Hey. <laughs> now go ahead and jump off the building. Hey. Jump off the building. I promise you won't die. Clap your arms faster, you stupid fuck. Is this thing made out of old paintbrushes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the water used to paint the Mona Lisa. Hey, Jump no, off of the cliff. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, we're, but I guess we're re-examining Leonardo da Vinci and his stuff. And there's like, yeah, he's very imaginative, but there's no science behind yeah. any of this shit, you know. Hey, he's high. Like, do you think after the guy jumped off and crashed to his death, did he just kind of put his hands in his pocket, like start whistling, and just kind no. of walked away? No, I, I've actually, I've actually seen it through this time machine that I built. I can only look at things in the past. I can't go in the past. So the guy jumped <laughs> off the Sistine Chapel, and he just. Stood there for a minute, flapping his arms, like and then he held up a sign that said "Yikes" <laughs> and died. <laughs> he was cool until you looked down, yeah. straight down. Yeah. Was, you, know, you don't look down. You never look down on the never. president. I like the, la- the, la- the rest of the week, they're like, "Hey, Leonardo, you see the Luigi? No. What happened to your apprentice? No, I don't. <laughs> and now nobody no. knows. I haven't seen him for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he went to another city. He went to 
visit his mother. It's Mona mother. Lisa not smiling because that was her husband. <laughs> he went there to buy a, a flying machine. No, stupid Leonardo. <laughs> stupid Leonardo. <laughs> our, our metrics in Italy Don't. just fucking take. Yeah, the Italian Navy <laughs> just quit. But yeah, it's hey, a, Leonardo, it, you seen the apprentice? Don't say he's dead. Don't say he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess there's there's some re-examining of Leonardo's uh, yeah. stuff. And, Sounds and, like an asshole. And he was very imaginative, but there was nothing, you know, like that tank, apparently. That I he, call it this a tank. You know, he, he, he drew this tank, and they're like, well, yeah, but if you were to build this, it would just be, it would not work. It would be unwieldy. It would, you know. It's strange, though, because he yeah. did have an apprentice named Emil Lazardo who created something called called an oscillating overthruster, which could take him to Planet 10. And he could get Shut there the real soon. Shut the fuck God damn it. <laughs> <Blueberry>. <laughs> no! I just had to put it in a buckaroo bonsai ad. Because Emil Lazardo, that's obviously Italian, and a scientist, and time travel, and no, you everybody. Lee, no, Lee, all you have to remember... Hey, the crop of blueberries is very good this year. Lee, all you have to remember is, wherever you go... There you are. There you are. There yeah. You are. Uh, let's see. Somebody out there crying? Uh, one more thing before... <laughs> One more thing before we go to uh, break and then broken news. Uh, the uh, you're getting another Men in Black movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I know so that's happy. what. This everyone. is the best news all day. Hey. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, "Strap on this movie. See if you fly." I'm telling you right now, though, if any of those Men in Black are black, I'm going to fuck up that Rotten Tomatoes thing real fast. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean, them Men in Black is women? <laughs> It, it don't say you women know, in black. You yeah. know that's what it's going <laughs> to be. That better not be. Uh, the film, I got those leaked nudes. Apparently, according to this, well, they got a director. F. Gary Gray is going to direct it. And he's uh, he's got... Uh, What's he made, Carrie Jackson? Well, just recently, he made The Fate of the Furious. Mm. He also made Straight Outta Compton. Oh. Uh, so he's he's got some bona fides. Um, bona fides. But uh, it is going to follow new characters rather than uh, Agents K and J. Uh, so I'm guessing it'll take place. They couldn't fire up the Tommy Lee Jones robot in the same. <laughs> it'll take place in the same universe. They're, they're describing it. Patron. They're, Patron X thousand. <laughs> here's how they're describing it. They're saying it's like uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. You know, it's okay. like. Uh, I don't like it. You know, it's in the same universe, but yeah. different characters. Different yeah. characters. Look at the I, I know that people joke about Tommy Lee Jones being the grump and stuff yeah. like that. You know, but one the one question I'd probably been asked more than any about people I've interviewed from other people. You know, that do these junkets, they go. Have you ever interviewed Tommy Lee Jones? And like now they're like, oh, ho, 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 ho. it's a ride. <laughs> nice. You should have seen my Riddler. Uh, <laughs> well, look for that interview with Jim Carrey. You where fuckers, he, where he he was working with Tommy Lee Jones on Batman Returns, and uh, he was just out one night and he saw Tommy Lee Jones having dinner. Oh yeah, by himself, and and Jim Carrey decided, no, oh, go and talk to us. I get the feeling you don't like me, you know? Yeah, you're a squirrely fucker. And he looks at him and goes, I detest you. Uh, I, I don't uh, I detest you. I don't like your shenanigans or something like yeah. that. <laughs> this is my happy face. So look for that. Uh, let's see. You see uh, me do comedy in Captain America. <laughs> yeah. I liked him in Captain America. Oh, he's great. And finally this. He's a grumpy uh, before shit. we Before we break, then, then, I, then I have a letter. I'm warning you. Oh, I'll get it ready. Oh, I'll get it ready. Coming up. That's scary. Uh, people of a certain age very happy about this, Tony. Oh, it's me? My uh, age? Duke Nukem. Yeah. I did see this Is news. That your you age? saw this? Uh, I played when I was yeah. about, about 13, 14. It's, it's, yeah. You know. Duke Nukem 3D. Because there were a bunch of Duke Nukem yeah. games after that. Uh, they are going to do a big screen adaptation. Oh, finally. Can I say one thing? Yeah, exactly. They, they, they cast it correctly. Can I say one thing? What? Don't. 
Come on. No. That that character is so fucking dated. Even well, they're gonna have to update him for sure. They're gonna have to tone down some of his sexist yeah, rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, have, fucking, like, some to, of the shit that he says in those games would yeah, not yeah. go well. They'll nowadays. have to change that for sure. But uh, there is no director, but uh, there never is. Michael Bay, uh, Platinum Dunes. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, has is talking to John Cena. See, oh! he, he already fits. Like he, <laughs> he just looks like <laughs> he looks like Duke Nukem. Ah! I mean, that's all there is to it. I sure like you Goldberg can make it on the funny, Flash. But it that's needs a fucking too. overhaul. Oh, right? yeah, it needs an well, overhaul, but it's doable. It needs to be a comedy. Oh, oh it has it, to be. Well, yeah, it, the games are comedies. Yeah, it so. needs you have to, to make him comedy. an idiot. Yeah, yeah there, there exactly. Is, there is one way they could make some of his shtick, his outdated shtick, work, and yeah. that's kind of how they handled it on Doctor Who mm. when they had the first Doctor on and he kept saying shit like, you know, when... when oh, yeah. Yeah, when, I saw that episode. When Bill comes on the thing and he goes, obviously he's missed you, inferring that the black woman was the house cleaner. Yeah. Uh that's how you could is having somebody call it out the entire You're time. Like, you can't I mean, say that. Yeah. The best way to describe Duke Nukem is a blend of Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Rowdy Roddy Piper from They Live. Yeah, yeah that's accurate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. With some Rodney Dangerfield for good measure. Oh. Uh. All right. <laughs> After <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's going on in February at Dr. Volt's. X-Men Red. Jean Grey is back, and she's leading a new team of X-Men. Jean leads Nightcrawler, Namor, and X-23 into battle to restore Xavier's dream of mutant equality. Also, Green Lantern Earth-1. Hal Jordan receives an update to his origin in this new hardcover graphic novel. Earth-1 reimagines Hal as an astronaut who is granted a super-powerful ring from a dying alien and a charge to save the universe from the maniacal, mechanical menace of the Manhunters. Also, Jim Henson's Labyrinth Coronation. Before Sarah braved the Labyrinth, Jareth, the Goblin King, rose to power. Witness the exciting origin of the character immortalized by David Bowie in Jim Henson's Labyrinth Coronation. In other news, Dr. Volds want, uh, wants you to take a look at horror comic Tarot. Yeah, divine the future with spooky and beautiful artwork from the 40s and 50s horror comic books. Velity Studios, that's V-E-L-L-E-I-T-Y Studios' latest Kickstarter, The Horror Comic Tarot, 78 cards with images from the 40s and 50s horror comics. Reward levels include live online readings from The Boobak, star of Velity Studios' comic Ruthless. Dr. Boltz invites you to back the Kickstarter now to get your Horror Comic Tarot by Velity Studios. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. 
Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer. Because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Broken news, welcome to it. We will get back to the episode, White Mystery. (laughs) That's my rap name. Coming up in a few moments. Uh, Stand by for that. Uh, It continues, we get letters. And uh, let's see, what else will we talk about? My my notes make no sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, a good day. I I got drunk these recordings. Yes, you did. You pretty tip. Next week's is... I couldn't even... I, I can't say words. (laughs) <laughs> I, well, I admit it. You can't say words, but you were making excellent points. Was I? Well, at least you thought you did. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's all that matters. That's huh? all that matters. Hey, I had a rough week last week. All right. <laughs> I forgive you. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, get into this. Uh, so much happened this past week. It's just amazing. First of all, uh, Black Panther outselling all previous first quarter movies on Fandango. <laughs> And making stupid, racist, white people lose their fucking minds. Yeah. Assholes. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Come I on. I just don't get it. Um, it's a historic run-up to theaters. Uh, it says here it's uh, beating out previous quarter one champs, Hunger Games in 2012, Beauty and the Beast in 2017. It's likewise pacing to be the biggest superhero pre-seller in Fandango's 18-year history. Wow. Eclipsing Batman v. Superman. <laughs> um, advanced ticket sales, of course, aren't a barometer of how big a movie is going to open because you know because Batman v Superman they use the example here, but it is going to have a massive opening. I mean, they're tracking it right now for 130 to 150 mil. Yeah, for the for wow. the opening weekend. Currently, Ryan Reynolds' uh, Deadpool holds the record for top February opening. Oh yeah, uh, Beauty and the Beast is the March winner. Uh, uh, supplanting Hunger Games. So it's just, the interest in this film is... You know what's funny, though? Just amazing and overwhelming. It's amazing, but it's also like, it's not shocking to me. Because uh, I was talking about this with another film critic the other day, and, and I said, you know, it's, it blows me away that people are so surprised by this. You have, you know, a community that is not yeah. represented very much on the big screen, and when they are, they get very excited about it. <laughs> and, you know, and I go, look at, I mean, everybody makes fun of Tyler Perry, but I'm sorry, when a guy makes a movie for $3 million and turns out and makes 90 with it, yeah. like, you're like, oh, wow, they enjoy, you know, being going to the movies. On, well, shocking. Yeah. You hey, know? how about that? And so now you've got, you know, a, one of the largest films representing, and then, <laughs> and also a superhero movie, and also Marvel, yeah. and also Geeks. And, like, and also, it's it a just, perfect storm. And it I love just it. looks cool as fuck. It looks yeah. like. <laughs> so different from anything, any other like superhero yeah. movie, we've and seen. we'll we'll review it for you next week. Um, I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm just am- amazed and pleased at I the think same it's fantastic. time. Fantastic. I'm not surprised because it's Marvel and Marvel, you know, built in fans and all of that. Yeah. Uh, just amazed and pleased. Amazed because it is again one of those 
C-list, B-list characters mm-hmm. yeah. from the Marvel chain. Uh, and, and just pleased to see it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm happy to see it. I've this. always thought he was a cool character. Oh, yeah, very cool. I mean, you know, he took over the, the Avengers there for a while. and I mean, his solo book is. When, when Christopher Priest was writing, it was so good, too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I also love about well, it? The, the current ones are good, too. Is that it's showing some asshole's true colors. And yeah. it brings it out. You go, yeah. okay, you're a prick. Yeah. <laughs> and and when you see that they are friends of yours and they're showing their true colors, maybe it's time to uh, rethink your relationship <laughs> with them. Oh, and can I just say something for somebody that's not here? Yeah. Will you fucking leave Jay alone? <laughs> okay? Don't try to fucking explain to him why this is an important movie. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It is an important movie it to is. him and many other people. Yes, it's time to sit down and listen. Yeah, was it you, was it you and I that were talking? You said you're you're. you're uh, I'm trying to think of the word you use. I wouldn't say worried, but you know, worried for Jay. And since after it comes out, all the shit, the messages he's going to get. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, don't it's, hey, just leave him alone. don't miss, don't message Jay. Okay, <laughs> just, just enjoy the fucking movie yeah. and don't like try to put one. Don't fuck with him about it in a bad way, and don't uh, try to prove that you're a super cool white person by telling him how great it was. He doesn't fucking care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it for him. He doesn't fucking care, you guys. Okay? God damn it. You don't fucking send me a message every time a cool fat guy's in a movie. <laughs> Fuck off. You know? I get messaged Leave him every, the fuck alone. Every time there's a movie with a leading white guy in it, I get messaged all the time. All the time. Right. All the time. Oh, so your, your mailbox is just full. Huh? You should be so happy. Yeah. I just, it's great being represented on that screen. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> shit, I just saw the greatest movie about a teacher, man. Fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't care. <laughs> Nobody asked. <laughs> All right. So Leave the, Jay alone. <laughs> other things that happened this week, we got we got so many trailers uh, popped up. Uh, we got. Oh, uh, I got one I want to talk about. We got Deadpool 2. Which was, was great. That was so great. fucking good. God, great trailer. They can do nothing wrong when it comes it to seems, marketing. It seems like it, doesn't it? What right, is uh, it? Super healing, healing powers activate. You don't say it like that. <laughs> and then like um, the poster, the flash dance poster. Oh yeah. Oh god. god. Right. Uh, so that was that was great, and you can you probably already watched it, but if you haven't, go ahead. Actually, Josh, the, Josh Brolin's great. Josh yeah. Brolin's great, but the best part of that uh, was the biggest kick in the nuts to DC when he said, well, "Why aren't there special effects done? It's not like we're removing a mustache." <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a new uh, Jessica Jones trailer. Uh, I watched that. Oh, I, I saw it on there, but I didn't watch it. It's coming in March. Awesome, and uh, it's it, it, it's it just looks great. Uh, the trailer leans heavily into Jessica exploring the events that saw her family wrenched from her, but it's not the only trouble that she will face this season. There's a slimy figure trying to take over alias investigations, uh, a violent murder spree across New York, and minor things like super vigilante shit. You know, again, this is not for kids, uh, but uh, that looked great. Can't wait for that. We got the... Uh, Venom trailer. Which I guess you want to talk a, about. It's a Venom trailer because I didn't see Venom. I was going to say. <laughs> well, there's a there's a tube full of goo. Oh, tube goo. Yeah. And okay. A black goo, and then there's the veins coming up his neck at the end. We didn't get nope any hint. You know? If that didn't have the fucking words Venom on it at the end, you would never fucking know. Yeah. You and know. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to see this movie. Tom Harley breathes and get an MRI, and he can ride the motorcycle. <laughs> 
I, fuck that trailer. I, I'm sorry. Well, that it's, is, it's a teaser. It's that, just a teaser. Okay, it doesn't open until October. Boy, it is so. a, that is a super teaser. Yeah. That's a fucking well, tickler. No, I mean, you want to do some comparisons? Seriously, go back to Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. doesn't t- that's a teaser. There's yeah. no plots in there. They haven't told you anything about that movie. No, not a thing. <laughs> that opens in and May. You, I sat there laughing my ass off and going, yeah. that looks fucking rad. Yeah. But then the other uh, trailer we got last week was, of course, uh, the Han Solo movie. Yeah. Which uh, just looked great, I thought. But, you know, Star Wars trailers always do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? um, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing that movie. No, you know? I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, I always say it, show you what you got. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, no, and, and someone on Twitter made an excellent point. If, if uh, what's-his-name can play a young Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, yeah. then certainly Alden Emmerich can do. A young Harrison Ford, Han Solo. How good? Did, how good did Donald Glover look? Oh God, I think he's going to steal the Great. show. And you, I think that guy steals anything he does. That guy is a so talented. And, yeah, did but, you see him on the Grammys? No, his performance on the Grammys. Oh, was did he? Uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. I was going to say my favorite part about that trailer though is, uh, and I'm trying to figure it out what's my. What do you, how old do you think Han is in the New Hope when they meet him in the cantina? Oh, he's probably late twenties. Late twenties. I was thinking. I, guess I don't let's know. Say, let's say thirty. Lee's yeah. Lee's really the uh, yeah the guy. I would say he's around thirty. So so guessing thirty, and then how old do you think he is in in Solo? I would guess twenty. Twenty. Twenty one. Kind of like that. So yeah. let's say ten years have passed, right? Yeah. So my favorite shot in there is when they show the inside of the Falcon, and it's all crisp and white and like that kind of thing. And I go look at it in, in the in New Hope. What the fuck did he do to that ship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ten. My car's ten years old. It doesn't look like that shit. Well, maybe he is older in a New Hope then. I don't know. Even I'll give you twenty years. Yeah, what Lee, the fuck? Lee would be the one to ask. <laughs> go down, so go shit, down and ask. So much shit all over it. But uh, along with that, Chewy did. Yeah. <laughs> See a lot of Wookie in the house. That's what happened. Well, imagine that two years with all those fucking porgs in there now <laughs> too. That, that shot of it looks like a, like a brand new hospital. pristine. Well, it's just that's just ha- that's just uh, Lando has taken care of it. Yeah. Lando yeah. likes nice things and yeah. he takes care of them. Yeah. Probably has it detailed once a week. So oh, bet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, so then, then think about that. So if Lando, is that the first time he's gone into the Falcon since, you know, Han took it from him in uh, Empire? Like, he's like, like right? what the fuck did you do what my the ship? What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, don't send it, uh, Jay any messages about how much you fucking like Lando. He doesn't care. <laughs> uh, but then we got some other Star Wars news uh, last week that uh, we get, we're getting another uh, series of films, another. Uh, Trilogy. Oh apparently. God! I, yes. And uh, it was the nerdiest news that was, ever it, came to my phone ever. I it was, like, was so fucking nerdy. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, people are losing uh, their shit about that. Who were uh, going to be writing and producing? And uh, you know, I mean, you know, the argument could be made that you know maybe some other representation is necessary for a change. But I would just say. Well, they're just writing and producing, okay? Yeah. We don't know what they're going to write, and we don't know who they're, they're going to hire to and play the roles. storytellers. And, and they're good storytellers. Yeah. And that's what you need to, you know, you're ma- again, you're making a movie in your head yeah. that's going to disappoint you. I, I just want to say you know? that the guys from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. walked up to Disney and said, hey, we got us a Star Wars idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? And I bet it's f- they bought it. It's got to be fucking good. Yeah. And uh, they are fans of of Star Wars. I mean, I mean they're they're of the, the correct age to have, have seen the original trilogy. Yeah. You know what? The first thing that came to my mind when I read that, I was like, man, Disney is not fucking around. Not they want their money around. back. Yeah. Well, I think they've gotten. <laughs> oh, they've gotten it by now. Easy. <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, this was on a phone call from Bob Iger to uh, stockholders. He said they have an 
an idea for a number of films, and at some later date, I'm sure we'll disclose it all to you, just what they are. They are focused on a point in time in the Star Wars mythology and taking it from there. So they're not, they're not adding on. God. It's it's going to take place in some. I put that. I shared that when I because like I get the updates from I think Newsarama comes mm. comes straight to yeah. my phone, and I read that I was like, oh my god, that might be the nerdiest thing I've ever. Read. <laughs> so I shared it. You know, your phone just explodes. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> And then, of course, then we go, so I guess it's going to be dragons in it now. Well, there's, like, there's yeah, because they only have one fucking yeah, idea. They can yeah. only write one thing. And there are dragons in Star Wars. Okay, yeah. cry a dragon. Okay, shut up. Because <laughs> there's no dragons in Star Wars. Yes, there is. Shut up. All, uh, the, the immediate knee jerk reaction from yeah. some geeks just amazed me. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, that's that's just insulting as like an artist. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you think I can just do one fucking thing? So like, you know, they wrote that based on a book, right? That yeah. had fucking dragons in it. You fucking prick. <laughs> and then on that same phone call, uh, Bob I'm Iger, today. the Bob Iger stockholders uh, phone call, he also leaked that, uh, you know, because we had heard that they had a Star Wars TV show in in mind. Uh, but uh, he said, we are developing not just one, but a few Star Wars series mm-hmm. specifically for that Disney app. Yeah. Uh, we've mentioned that uh, we're God close to being damn. able to reveal at least one of that one of the entities that is developing it for us, but the deal's not completely closed, so as soon as we know, we'll tell you. The other thing that we learned about that Disney app is that there will be no R-rated material on it. That's mm. something that was also released in that phone call, that all of their... Uh, R-rated material, because Disney's buying everything, yeah. uh, will be put on Hulu. Mm, okay. So it sounds like if you want, you know, your your Disney or whatever. Like fix, Deadpool. Yeah, your Deadpool. Exactly. That is if the deal goes through yeah, and they're a, able to buy it, then yeah. that's you're going to need Hulu as well. That's a so. smart idea, because I mean, mainly the apps could be for kids. And like, you know, just to keep that content off there, like the parents will be like, "Yeah, oh, shit, I'll get it." Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm having like endless hours of entertainment. They're like, "Yeah, here's a Disney app." <laughs> yeah, here. I'll see you in 15 years. Here, kids, shut up. <laughs> um, and then something else happened today, and it just how many jobs has Brian Fuller walked away from? Because yeah. he walked away from another one this week. This <laughs> <laughs> well, must week. be nice, huh? Yeah, isn't that nice? Uh, he, uh, you know, he was working on the Amazing Stories. Reboot, reboot anthology yeah. with Apple TV. Mm. And he did it again. He walked away <laughs> because of creative differences. It's like you do it his way or you don't do it at all, apparently. How nice would that be? So nice. Uh, so, yeah. So I, <laughs> I'm going to be walking away from a job. You know, if, I were, if I were a studio, I think I'd be a little hesitant to call Brian Fuller. I think you, you know? can sign a contract. I just go, dude, are you going to just work on this for a year and then walk <laughs> and away? Go, no. No, I'm, I'm I don't like the craft services. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> These buns aren't fluffy enough. Anyway, so then the other thing that happened last week, again, a lot of uh, geek consternation, is uh, Todd Phillips' untitled Joker origin movie. Uh, he has been talking to Joaquin Phoenix. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. He's a great actor. <laughs> I was gonna say, I you he, you want you want someone with chops in that role, yeah. you know. I think it's just people are just like I. I the whole DC universe is so confusing. It really yeah. is. It's like what? It really kind of. I mean, is, now me, it? I always go, okay, I'm gonna pretend this is Earth four hundred seventy-two X. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got like two Superman, three Jokers. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, the only thing I think they're know. trying to do is to because the, they don't want to be compared to Marvel. And the second you start doing all that, but then like it's like just because it's Marvel doesn't mean it's not a bad. Thing. I was gonna <laughs> like, say you know, you know, you know I, to, to mimic it a little bit. Yeah, 
Not just be like, ah, everything's different, just whatever. But they're kind of right. doing it. I mean, like, if you think about DC Comics, though, that's how it's been forever, that's right? It. Exactly. They're yeah. constantly changing and rebooting. And, well, and just like even before they were doing that, there was, you know, Elseworld tales and alternate universe tales. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. And... By the way, Black Lightning kicks ass. I've only watched one episode. I, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta dive in. I gotta make a deep dive. The last, last, this week's episode was so-so, mm-hmm. but the first three are yeah. fucking killer. I've, I've yet to make an, a form an opinion yet. Okay. I've just got the I one episode it. in. Um, and then this poor Masters of the Universe movie, this poor He-Man movie, it just can't <laughs> win. It, everyone is so excited because David S. Goyer was gonna take it and he was gonna run with it. No, not so much. No. Uh, no. Uh, he, 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 scheduling is what they're saying. It's a scheduling problem. He's going to go bowling uh, with Brian Fuller. That's the poor man's creative differences. Yeah, because he's uh, <laughs> he's so busy with that uh, sci-fi's Krypton show. God, I saw a, a commercial know. for it the other day, and I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it still has, this movie still has a release date. It's it's set for December 18th, 2019. It's coming out! You know, and I'm just like, do you want to put a Masters of the Universe somewhere like December, where it has to fight all the other big movies? I just don't understand why they're making it. Yeah. But anyway, so that and the Flash movie has just got... Oh, I talked to those guys. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll hear it next week, but I brought it up. I said, it's harder to do something like a create like an originally creative idea like Game Night Versus something with a foundation and a following like Vacation or Flashpoint still? Because <laughs> they've gone through so many fucking directors. Yeah. yeah. And they said that they said nothing was harder than Vacation. Really? They said that Vacation was the worst because we, we knew walking in we were going to get shit. Well, yeah. Like, and he's like, because it's a classic, we got it. But like, we wanted to tell a different kind of version of it. And so he's like, but you know, once it was out, I mean, people would... Would basically not even watch it. Well, like, I, fuck this movie. I hope you told them that we all loved oh, I did. It. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's funny. Like, I, we liked I it. Like, I liked it. So, uh, oh, and I was going to have some audio ready for you on this, but I didn't. Uh, there is. You can go on YouTube and search. Uh, it's called uh, Wolverine: The Long Night. I sent you that link, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to play that, but I forgot to get it set up here. Oh, but, that's uh, cool. Go on YouTube and look for that. It's a. Uh, it's a uh, podcast. Uh, Ten episode podcast. That's uh, a, you know, it's like an old radio show or a say, yeah. murder, murder podcast, but it's it's Wolverine. Huh. And uh, it will cost you. It's on Stitcher Premium. Um, and it's, let's see, when does it start? It's starting pretty soon here. March 12th, it says, yes. Nice. And it will be available on other platforms in the fall. I don't know if it'll be free or not. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. So uh, I mean the stuff that I heard of it, it it just sounded to me like an old time radio show and I kind of joke because we have cats uh, inherited her grandmother's like old radio record player mm-hmm. like, vintage kind of thing and I just thought I was like you know what'd be kind of fun is like hook up an iPod I mean, I've got an iPod hooked up to it I, I kind of finagled it and I was like put it on the iPod and just sit in front of the radio with, like with the, with a blanket wrapped around it's like old school like fifty style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're going to get that sequel to The Shining uh, Mike Flanagan is directing it. It's called Dr. Sleep. It's based on the book that has been out since 2013 about uh, Danny Torrance, now an adult, <laughs> battling alcoholism, dealing with the trauma of what happened to him at the hotel. Hey, that's deserved alcoholism. Yes, yeah, indeed. He earned that. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> you, you have that drink, bud. Uh, but, uh, you know, what he does with his powers. Uh, let's see. This guy, uh, Flanagan, directed uh, Gerald's Game for Netflix, which people seem to like. Um. He's also uh, done Oculus, Before I Wake, and Ouija, Origin of Evil. 
I actually heard that was pretty good. Yeah, the, the first one people, sucked. People seem to like that second one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then we got uh, you and I watched the leftovers. Remember yeah, I didn't. I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it, it. It fucked with me too hard. I loved it, but I like I just couldn't. But what you did see, you liked. I loved. Right? Yeah. Um, well, through tears. They've got uh, someone to direct the pilot for The Watchmen from The Leftovers. Her name is Nicole Cassell. And she directed the No Room at the Inn episode, which I don't know if you saw it. It was so fucking trippy. Uh, It's it's when the lead guy, Mr. Jennifer Aniston, Mm -hmm. uh, he dies. And he goes to this Holiday Inn. No, I haven't seen that. After he dies. He goes to a Holiday Inn. No. And it's so fucking trippy. I I think maybe I'm... At a place where I could mm-hmm. watch the second and third season. That sounds really familiar, and I only watched the first season. I think it might have been on the first season. Maybe. But anyway, uh, so she's going to direct the first episode of Watchmen, so I'm excited about that for the TV series. Uh, of course, you're going to get another Jumanji because money. Um, <laughs> it, just, it just made a ton. Oh, it crushed it. Yeah, it just made a ton. And so it was they're, fun. They're already talking to uh, put together a sequel, so you got that. Um, before we get to our movie reviews... Uh, this is a comment that was left to me about last week's episode, and it was specifically... So we couldn't understand Shannon? Uh, no. <laughs> last week's episode where we talked about the Black Panther Facebook page that was taken down and all that. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's the only trolls that we talked about on that episode to my memory. Right. So I got this comment <clears throat> from your other mom. Now, right away. An anonymous comment. Yeah. Those are fun. I usually don't read them. Yeah. But this one was kind of shoved in my face. Where did, the, where did this comment? Was it an it email? Doesn't matter. Oh. <clears throat> Please, if you get the chance, do everything you can to inject your trolls into the live conversation. What a great way to disparage them. Give them airtime. I'm sure that will stop them dead. Wish there was a way for you to control the trolls and gatekeepers with your own gate. Like maybe not bring them onto the radio, if there was only a way. But then you would have to display control and not fucking whine about them every single damn story and try to find a way to continually talk about them and they at every turn. As if they have such power, you can barely struggle your geek asses forward another step under the weight of their reasoned and balanced attacks. Stop touching dumb, it's contagious, you are starting to sound infected. (laughs) <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> that was a national news story. Us not talking about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Wouldn't make a fucking lick of difference. It was a national news story. We have always, on this show, encouraged people to stand up to bullies. Because from, as, day from day one, that has been the point of this podcast. As Cap said, we don't like bullies no matter where they're from. And we've always commented on this kind of thing to let people listening to this show know that if you engage in that type of behavior, you're not welcome. All right? Because we... We can't stand it. No, we want more people in with us, enjoying these things, all right? We're not trying to keep people away, but if you act this way, 
we don't want to be around you, plain and simple. Um, your tone of your email, the way it's written, uh, would, really leaves a lot to be desired. I would say uh, condescending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because text and sarcasm don't usually work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would just finally ask you this. What were you hoping to achieve with this? Because I'm just sitting here thinking some asshole just called me stupid. Yeah, there's that. So if you genuinely don't want us to talk about these things, how about a well-reasoned paragraph rather than well, this condescending bullshit? Here, I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, why are we giving airtime to this fucking oh, that, troll? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a troll, isn't he? I was about to say, you can tell it's that like your other mom. It's, a, it's your other mom. Tell that kid no, to fuck right I just, off. I just, you know, exactly. If, you, if you're trying to make a point... No, first of all, Why if you, you want to tr- write a fucking letter, have the balls to put your fucking name exactly. on it. Exactly. All of us, we're not anonymous I, at I, all. I, I've oh, gotten shit. multiple anonymous ones. And I just, yeah. Like, I go, yeah, go fuck yourself. I, I usually do. Them. I usually do. But this one was uh, thrust into my face, so I had. I felt like I had to talk about Hide it. Hide behind your fucking keyboard, bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, uh, what are you going to review? I know you're going to review the uh, Cloverfield yeah. thing. Speaking of trailers... That was uh, really something. That was weird. Did. I mean, it was well. I mean, if you don't know it, uh, if, if you're not a sports ball guy, if you were watching the the Super Bowl uh, during the preview or during the you know commercials, this trailer came up. You know, got a well rounded cast. You know, it looks like it's you know mm-hmm. uh, high high quality. You know, production value and, and you know, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh shit, the Cloverfield paradox. And then and I was and like, that's cool. And then I swear it was like five minutes later, someone goes, it was online or something goes. Holy shit, it comes out right after the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> and that I was like, holy shit. That was that was really that was really something. I'll say uh, I mean that's a feat. I mean, because I'll, I'll pull it up. Um it's got a great cast in it. It's uh, Daniel Bruhl's in it. Um mm-hmm. I always forget her name, but it's the girl who was uh covered in gold in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I keep forgetting her name too, but she's very good. She's good. And then um oh, what do you call it though? Uh I cannot remember his name, but he was in Selma. It's um oh David uh Oh, yellow low. It's like that. I always butcher his name. Chris O'Dowd's in it. Yeah. Um, now, the, the reason this was a, kind of a, an interesting game changer is that uh, they did several reshoots. They knew that it wouldn't work in the theaters. Yeah. They knew they had some problems with yeah, it. it and, if, and if you watch it, there's problems with it. Yeah. But how smart of Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams to go, hmm, let's get Netflix on the phone. And how smart of Netflix to say, Wait, we can have like a a, a major like kind of franchise, kind thing? of a big deal thing. Yeah. Oh, we don't care if it's not good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. Makes, but also, it, a stunt it makes like us that. look good. You know, so to, to pull a stunt like that, that's oh, yeah. gonna even give. Well, I saw so many people who, you know, most likely didn't ever give a shit about Cloverfield. Yeah. Like, oh shit, yeah. that's like a brand new movie. I have Netflix. <laughs> I'll watch it after the game. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting story. It, you know, to be honest with it, if you've seen the Cloverfield, the first one, it's you know the handheld mm-hmm. know, monster movie kind of thing, aliens and shit. And the next one was Ten Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman and Down in the Bunker, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. I did never see it. Oh, it's really good. It's really the tension in that movie is so mm-hmm. fucking good. Goodman's fantastic in it. Uh, so this is the third one. You know, the, people were going to call it Cloverfield Three, but then you know, it's the Cloverfield Paradox, and it's technically a prequel sequel kind yeah. of thing. Like there's some events before it happens, events after it happens, um, and it takes place that they're pretty much doing the God Particle. And like trying to, Earth is running out of energy, and they're trying to, you know, be a, they're up uh, in a you know space shuttle, trying to use this you know, new technology, and it's just not going well. 
and they finally figure out something that they're doing wrong, and they hit it, and well, <laughs> Earth is fucking gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so they're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and then, uh, then they the the woman I can't think of her name from the Guardians. She, she shows up in the walls, like like because basically what has happened is that, that they've gone to another you know a multi year uh, multiverse, and so wherever she was, she got sucked into there or there you know by, you know they merged. So she has fucking poles and wires going through because she was inside the walls. Oh jeez, yeah. it's fucking creepy. Anyway, but with that said, um, it, it's kind of the same thing I said about the movie that was at Sundance called uh, I Think We're Alone Now, that it feels like a 90-minute version of Black Mirror, and like there's that one little twist at the end, and it kind of wraps up real quick, and it's kind of like, I, would, I accept that from like a Black Mirror when you've only invested about an, you know, an hour and you know, an hour mm-hmm. or so episode, but when mm-hmm. you have, at, at I think it's about an hour and 40 minutes long, like I wanted a little bit more like meat on the bone. But it's not bad, and like I said, it was kind of a fun little stunt that they pulled off. Now, what's even funnier is that there's a fourth Cloverfield coming out in October in theaters. Yeah. So and they're and they're like, no, we're we're and going. This is the this is theaters. This is uh, the Nazi zombie one or something like. That. Is it? I don't yeah. know anything about it. So um, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, it's it's all right. I'd probably give it about two stars, you know. But you know, if you got Netflix, you got nothing to do for an hour and forty minutes. Right. <laughs> there's a movie right there for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other one, I can't remember if we did talk about Peter Rabbit, and if we did, I'll just go by real fast. Uh, that it. it I thought it was cute and clever. I laughed a lot more than I thought I would. There's a lot of jokes for adults that, you know, I was, I applaud any directors that do that because it's like, man, like, you know, I know you guys don't want to see these fucking movies, but you got kids and so you're kind of forced to go. So uh, with that and a, and a soundtrack that could probably fit seven volumes of really shitty 90s music from Sony, uh, <laughs> I'm at, I kept saying two, maybe like two and a half stars, give mm-hmm. or take. So it's not, it's not terrible. Uh, well, now get to the one that everyone wants to know. <laughs> the well, it's the the only thing that makes me excited about this is just the fucking last one. Hopefully, take it to a TV show like Twilight. I don't have to deal with it. Um, Fifty Shades Freed. Um, so this I'll, is the third one, third and last. So thank goodness. Uh, and here's here's the story. And it's funny because everything is in like a thirty second spot. In the first minute, they get married. They go on their honeymoon. That's the credit sequence. Uh, she ends up you know getting a promotion at work. She wasn't even at work when she got the promotion. That's fantastic. Uh, and then oh, wait, she works for him though, doesn't she? He oh, he bought the company like in the first or second one. I can't remember. Okay. So anyway, so everybody's <laughs> like, and she's like, people think I got this because of you. I'm like, you fucking did. <laughs> like obviously you did. <laughs> and so, uh, and then the the stalker that was in the second one gets out, does it again, goes back to jail, uh, gets out, and then kidnaps a friend, and then and oh, she's pregnant too. All throughout this boring, monotonous shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um. But Sounds say, really well written. I'll say this. Uh, <laughs> um, it's not, you know, these people are like, oh, it's so sexy, stuff like that. No, like, it's not. It's not consent. It's it's really creepy. And, you know, I never liked these films to begin with. But now that you know, now that it's kind of blown up everywhere with, you know, what's going on with the Me Too movement and stuff like that, it's just, now it's just gross. You know, it's just, you can't even have fun with it, like making fun of it anymore. And honestly, Kat had done on Big Movie. She had come on the show and did the first one and the second one because she fucking hates them, like, with a yeah. passion. Two hours before this one, she's like, I can't go. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I, I it just, it's too. It's oh, so too, she didn't go with you? No, wow. She's like, I can't put myself through another one? Yeah, well, not I can't put myself through another one, but like, she's like, it's just, it's not fun anymore. Like, it's just gross. Like, you know, there's way too many things going out there now, like I said, with the Me Too movement. She's like, it just, I don't want to be a part of it. Like, mm. and I go, well, I'll go take the bullet by myself because I have to. And, um, but I mean, they're just like creepy shit in there. Like, like he shows up at her work and he goes, I emailed Anastasia Gray and it, and it bounced back. And I think, why did you change your last name to mine on your email? And it's just like, cause I'm my own person. Like, I, like that. He's like, Mm-mm, no. Then he said something like, uh, you know, in their little fucking red room, he, she gets aggressive with her and she says, that wasn't love. That's revenge, which is creepy. And then there's a part where uh, he says, well, I can think you- of another R word, but right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then uh, then he says, "There's something. Uh, why do you keep disobeying me?" And she's like, and "He goes like, what am I have to, what am I gonna you know do about that?" And she goes, "Well, basically get used to it. We're married." Like that. He goes, "Yeah, that's not my style." Like that. And I was just like, "What the fuck All is right. this?" Yep, and I'm so, done. Yep. Um, Dakota Johnson's probably the worst fucking actress in Hollywood right now. I'm sorry, she's talentless as shit. Uh, I, you know, I know Don Johnson and Melly Griffith are her parents, but she inherited well, absolutely no fucking acting well, abilities from them. There wasn't much there. <laughs> well, I was gonna say <laughs> they're a little bit better. I'll give yeah. them that. Um, it's it's absolute garbage. You know these movies need to fucking go away. Uh, zero stars and wow. may God have mercy on your soul. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, and when I walked out too, because at the very beginning of the movie, he goes, "Now you remember your safe word, right?" And he, she goes, "Yeah, it's purple." And he goes, "No, it's not." And he goes, "Oh yeah, it's red." Like that, you know. So when I walked out there, Jimmy, what'd you think? Red, red. red. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Piece of shit. I uh, do have a couple things I just want to talk about real fast. Yes. Because I've been marathoning some TV shows I never got into. Uh, I finished Altered Carbon on Netflix. I just started it. I'm okay. halfway through the first episode. I won't. Then I won't get to Well, We should talk about it because I, I texted Counts and Lee. They both finished it as well. And I've got my issues. You know, mm. I, I, once I was done, I was like, there's some things that are bothering me about it. Yeah. Um, See, I'm halfway through. I'm digging it. Have you met his sister yet? No. I can't remember her name, but she was in S.H.I.E.L.D. She's one of the shittiest actresses as well. <laughs> she is awful. <laughs> and Lee was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's not that good. <laughs> and Count was like, you don't remember her in S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm like, oh, God, that's right. She played uh, May's mom, I think, when she went to like, the fancy island with all mm. the, everybody had don't their remember. powers and stuff. Anyway, yeah. uh, she's terrible. And then, uh, so that's good. We'll talk about more of that when everybody's got there. I've <laughs> marathoned Happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yep. Happy is great. <laughs> and if you, it's only eight episodes, so you just can fly right through it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what I keep calling STD uh, is Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I've watched the first nine episodes. I've never been a Trek guy. But I'm loving it. I love this show. I it's do. It's fantastic. And just a tip, uh, the end of first season has happened. So Oh, it's done now? Yeah, that's okay. the season finale. Okay. So you can watch them all, and as soon as you watch them all, you can turn off your CBS app for a while because season two is a ways away. Save when's your the, money. When's that Twilight one? Twilight Zone coming? Uh, they're still in production, yeah. so it's it's in pre-production. As gotcha. Matter of fact, so yeah. tur- turn off your CBS app for a while. Save your money. I had a fun uh, geeky movie moment while watching Star Trek because I can't remember the actor's name, but he plays her boss, like in the science division. The one who gets hooked up to the oh yeah to yeah the machine uh, yeah I forgot his name. <laughs> Do you know where he's from? No, <laughs> he plays the best friend in Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, not the one, not the guy. Not that, that I got the him. pleasure of <laughs> talking to at Comcom. <laughs> but he plays the best friend. I was like, I like his voice hasn't changed. Obviously, you know, it's been thirty some odd years since then. But I was like, oh fuck off, like that. And I mean, like pulled up and it's like you know Adventures in Babysitting. And there's maybe like a couple jobs here and there. And then Star Trek. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> he's good in it too. Yeah, they're all they're all good in it. Uh, I was watching Baskets with uh, Zach Galifianakis, yeah, and uh, realized that uh, Tilly, the redhead, she occasionally shows up on that show yeah. as the girlfriend of a uh, of a juggalo who manages an Arby's. <laughs> wow. I've never watched Baskets. It looks it looks nuts. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And the reason to watch it though is for Louis Anderson yeah. because he's so sincere. Uh, and he just plays it. He says, "I'm just playing my mother. That's all I'm doing." Yes, yeah. you know, and, and it's and it's barely drag. It's just it's just you know, uh, it's just like he's got long hair and he wears women's clothes. Yeah, right? just like a nightgown usually <laughs> sometimes, you know, and, and just a wig. Yeah. It, it, it's barely drag. So it's but he says, "I'm just playing my mother." Oh, it's funny. And I say things that my mother would say, and I'm like, brilliant, <laughs> because you're just you're you're just you know, you, you can go from being really mean one second to. 
just breaking my heart the next and then being so touching and, and loving. And I'm just, he, he's brilliant in the role. That's why you should watch it. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we go or before we get back to the episode? White Mystery? If you haven't watched uh, David Lerman's show on Netflix. Oh, I need to. I watched uh, the new one last night. Is, the Clo- is there a new one out the now? Clooney one dropped. The Clooney. I was okay. going to say, I think it's probably it's out right now. It's really good. And it's like, it's such a cool show because it's less of an interview and more of like a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and we get to see our buddy Nick. Nick Clooney. Oh, is he there? Yeah. it's uh, He goes and visits uh, Nick and his wife at oh, their house. Cool. That's cool. How's, how is Nick? It's good, man. They like, and there's this great, touching story. Like, first of all, I didn't realize how amazing his fucking wife is. Oh yeah. Oh, his wife, oh, Clooney's wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's a superhero. And um, uh, and Clo- uh, Nick Clooney has taken in a refugee. Uh, um, uh, I think they're a brother and sister from Iraq. Really? And you get to hear this kid's story about what it is like to be a. Refugee from Iraq, too. Cool. And it's just, I, I think it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's kind of a game changer when it comes to that. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a long form interview. Yeah. That's not just sitting and talking, but, you know, yeah. going to their houses yeah. and, and all of that. That's, a, you know, a, a network show would not, you know, NBC would not go for this. Well, and I'll just, I'm not going to say what happens, but, you know, like Letterman's always been, Super closed off about like mm-hmm. who he really is, mm-hmm. yeah. and he he talks about his uh, childhood a mm-hmm. little bit. Okay, and it's pretty like I, I was shocked hmm. that he revealed what he revealed. Oh, wow. and, and so, well, if you're a Letterman fan, I would say that's the first thing I noticed when, the, when I watched. The, if you haven't watched the Obama one, yeah. that one's fat. I was in tears on that one. Yeah, uh, but it just I was like, fuck, I miss him. Like he's such a good interviewer. Yeah. Like, well, and he's had a major influence on Obama apparently because now Obama's growing a beard. He's got, it's a son, <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He looks fucking good he looks too. Good. Doesn't he? Well, they made that joke. Uh, I think it was the Golden Globes or something like that. That uh, about his, George Clooney's wife because Clooney's done a lot of really cool things too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh yeah, wise. he's a hell of a. But they yeah. were like, they were like, why the fuck are we? Giving, like, I think it was Tina Fey or somebody. Like, why the fuck are we giving you an award when your wife is in there and she's so much cooler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and and he full bones like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the truth. I was gonna say, I bet if Trump tried to grow beard, it looked like um, the one that Cliff Clavin tried to grow. <laughs> that patchy Wolfman beard. Best, best beard, best beard. He would just actually, he would just comb some of his hair down around his fucking chin. I, I wonder because if you've seen it, I wonder if they, if they talk about the Letterman thing with Clooney. Did you hear what he did with like all the people who helped him when he was like yeah. kind of getting his but start? He, he doesn't talk about that. He doesn't know? talk about it. Yeah, so like he basically invited them all over for dinner, and there was like. Just, what suitcases all around the table, like each chair, like that. I think each one either it's either one or ten million dollars in each one or something. Like it was that. A, one million dollars. Was a million. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "All right, these are all yours." And one guy's, I, I, I'm not taking it. Like you know, you've earned away with that. And he goes, "All right, if you don't take it, nobody gets theirs." <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, it was after he bought that tequila. <laughs> the tequila company. Company. Oh was, yeah, yeah. And he, and he sold it. Was, it. He, he does talk about that. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, that was just an accident. That was like it basically was like, I don't know, that guy's love. Quite a life. Like there's like, so like so I can't remember. The, I'd have to look into it again. But there's some people in, that were in that room that like I mean I'm sure they're doing well, but like you know not 
Clooney well kind of thing. And then, you know, no. they're also they're like, take the fucking suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone doing Clooney well? No, probably not. Besides Clooney. Yeah. All right. I, I saw that guy one time at a junket for Tomorrowland, and he was only doing nationals, so I didn't get to interview him. But he walked by, he said, hey, everybody, how's it going? Like, super nice, like that, walked right by. The room smelled amazing for the next 30 seconds <laughs> after he was gone. And you were all tingly. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, God <laughs> damn. What happened? What happened? All right. What's all this money in my pocket? Yay! <laughs> All right, let's uh, we'll uh, we'll take another break and then we'll get back to the uh, episode, the second half of the episode, White Mystery. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. They're also welcoming new lines for the new year. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. You know Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year, thanks in part to Geek Show customers like myself and you, of course. For the record, being a local shop catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years has been no easy task, but because Utah is chock full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you into 2018. They want you to go in and let's all laugh together. God knows we need it. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence 
confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a, a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my workout buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Hold on. Some of us never left. So this is still second episode. Yes. Yes. Man, that was some good... Soup. Soup. And pizza. I didn't have any pizza. Well, then you missed out. Well, my soup was good. Soup was good, too. It was yummy. I had some roasted vegetables and soup. Yeah. Me, too. You had roasted vegetables? Yes, I did. (gasps) I put some chicken in my soup. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well. It's good. I just breathe vegan dust online. (laughs) Sawdust? (laughs) Sand. It's actually a rare sand from Mazatlan. Ah. I keep stored in my beard. I knew it. Yep. Hey, Lee George Cade. <laughs> yes, dear. Do vegans um, poop no. sand? No. Weird. It'd have to, <laughs> it'd have to, I, think you'd I have thought to, you guys were cool. I think you'd have to eat sand to poop sand, or maybe poop, eat rocks and poop sand. Uh, That'd be a good okay. digestive tract. Or eat sand and poop rocks. I don't know. I Sorry, was, I'm just writing an essay for iOS.com. Ios. <laughs> what? Ios. He's, I just he's, made up a thing. He's now the associate chief editor for Axios. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out vegans do poop sand. I got the letters thing ready if you're Are ready. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because letters we get oh, letters. Oh, this is my voice singing. I yeah. love it. You Here ready for this? Here we go. My... Letters. Sometimes we get letters and then we answer them. Blop. First try. <laughs> uh, he's not talking. Yeah. That is my favorite fucking song. <laughs> Is it your ringtone yet? No, should, I've got a... That's I've, what you should, when you get a text. It should be your text tone. I yeah. Maybe I should. Huh? I like right. the covers that Teresa's did. That was pretty good. Teresa's? Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I know your, your my, phone. My your current phone. ringer is uh, from... Impractical uh, Jokers. Impractical Jokers. And we're going to go see them live because yeah. we're fucking idiots. I'm going to have a solo... Your season started. I'm going to have a solo Betrori airhead for that. It. For making that on the first Which, time. Uh, oh, you haven't? This, you is, haven't? this is a white mystery Oh, the one... My rap name. Yeah. I know what the mystery is. Racism. <laughs> That's not a mystery, That's not my a friend. Mystery. Not a mystery. Mm, I, for a while in the '90s, I think we thought it was becoming a mystery, but no, nope, it was right there all along. Carrie, wanna... is this a mean letter or a nice letter? Turns out the real journey was the racism you met on the way. Oh, it's a nice letter. I think this is blue raspberry and cherry mixed together. Blue raspberry. I, cherry. I prefer to not. No, I prefer the mystery. No. Mystery solved. <laughs> I prefer the mystery. I find Sasquatches and and, and mystery white flavored. Identify that, that would be like purple berry, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's fun, huh? Mm-hmm. This is from uh, this is from Michael. Michael, Michael, Michael. Michael. Is it all caps? No, oh. just that's how I say Michael. Oh, yeah, because from the Lost Boys, from Lost Boys, Michael, Michael, come outside, Michael. Uh, hey, Geek Show, I just started listening after I saw you at Salt Lake Comic Con this We're past sorry. year. <laughs> so, so he returned. Wait, that's, that's... No, he so he's like. Hey, I'm amazed. Those guys were 
More of that. Almost entertaining. Let's, yeah. let's uh, do that. But it's because of people like Michael. Michael. Every six people we lose, we pick one up at Comic Con. That's right. <laughs> I've been uh, loving the show. It's a great mix of fun and real talk. Uh, I listened to the recent No Ghosting episode a few weeks ago. No ghosting. And the, di- <laughs> the discussion about wanting to hide really struck a chord with me. I've been struggling with the desire to hide for a little while now. Does Shannon have a room in his hobbit hole? (laughs) I got a whole hobbit hole, (laughs) man. Uh, And I'm really not sure how to deal with it. Oddly, it's because things don't suck, and I just want to retreat into this little fortress of good for as long as possible. Should I just tough it out and stay in the world? Question mark. Uh, Whatever I'm hiding from still will be there no matter how long I hide, right? If I do the retreat into hiding, how do I come back to the world? To maintain the Jedi metaphor... Yoda never came out of hiding, and Luke only symbolically came out of hiding for a moment. Obi-Wan made it back into the world, but that's not a very good record. And then he got killed. And that's the, and, and no, that's, he gave up. that's the best of the Jedis. I don't want to be a total downer. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. That's the end? Yeah. Uh, if, if, what it is that, uh, if what it is that's so great about your life uh, can be maintained in hiding, then by all means hide. Uh, if, on the other hand, you need to interact with the outside world in order for these good things to continue happening in your life, then, you know, yeah, I think that answer is pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Mm. I would say that if you have to go out to maintain, just like Lee said, the longer you stay away from it, the yeah. harder it will be to go back outside. Right. Because exactly. if you don't feel that pressure constantly, and once you feel it and then go for a long time without feeling that pressure, and you feel that pressure again, it's going to feel way worse. I think hiding for short periods of time that's, is okay. Well, that's that's a re- yes. well, taking a little retreat, that's not a problem. I'll, exactly. I'll that's honest, a retreat. I just, I just came out of the clouds like a few weeks ago. Yeah. I, just, I just was yeah. like, you know what? Fuck well, it. Like, you know, I'm going to come out and change some things. And, and sometimes coming out hey. of hiding or uh, retiring from your retreat for a minute realizes how how good it is to fight for those things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? uh, uh, Jimmy, you, you can attest to this. You better wait. Like, I, like, when everything started to go fucking nuts for me. I was 100% huh? I was just like no I'm not coming out fuck all everybody well, I'm I'm staying in There be times that Cat and I would be like we well, just give him a call just make sure he's okay you right know? Like, <laughs> do a welfare check yeah. um no and you guys have been great about it you know like especially like when I was living out in the fucking oh, yeah. out in the west oh in well, terrible times- terrible terrible west valley you guys were the only people that came out and visited me yeah and even when I was living in that shitty apartment with the uh, circus floor oh yeah <laughs> you guys would come like on eighth eighth oh, yeah, yeah. You guys would drag me out of the house. Sure. You're like, it's time to get the fuck out. Yeah. You know? Well, we would text you when you lived out in the West Valley and you're like, I'm good, we're fine, like that. We're like we we like we'd hang up, we'd like, Yeah, we're fucking going over there. We yeah, we're, we're gonna call an Uber and spend thirty five dollars to go out there. <laughs> I think it's perfectly okay and I still do it. Like I live right next door to you mm-hmm. and you know, there's like sometimes you don't see me for like weeks. Not about weeks. But like a week. <laughs> like, that you know? smells in there. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> no, but like, I don't think there's anything wrong with every once in a while you just go, I'm going to hang out in my house. Yeah, yeah. With my dogs. Mm-hmm. And just, nothing's going to fuck with me because this is my space. Yeah. It's your fortress I of have, solitude. Right, yeah. exactly. We, we, no, we, I have 100% control. Yep. Over what goes on in this space, mm-hmm. and I think especially like right now, the w- the way the world is, it's also fucked up mm-hmm. and and scary and weird. Sometimes you just need that time where you just like 
I'm going to sit here and not worry about shit. I don't think there's I any shame. I got some ice cream. I got some ice yeah. cream. I got some Nutter Butters. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't just, think there's, there's no shame yeah. in just having a recharge. Yeah, that's yeah. just a little me time. Well, yeah, I feel bad. You got to have some me time. A year and a half ago, we moved into our, our new house, and, and we, the, the people that were letting us stay in that house were some of the nicest people on the planet. They're people I really love spending time with. Uh, but because of the state of the world right now, I don't leave the home, you know, and, and it's hard because mm-hmm. these people are really good friends of mine, and I'd love to spend more time with them, but I, I'm terrified of the outside world right now. So even though they live five houses away, I could go visit them in literally a heartbeat. I, I think I might see them once or twice a month just because of my own reclusive tendency. I, I, I have my tribe. My tribe is in my home, and I want to lock the doors and the windows and stay there. So that's that's part of that retreat, well, that hiding. And, um, and I get that, but at the same time, you... You know he's he, he's using permanent yeah no, not permanent uh, examples not permanent. No, 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 no you can't and I'm just like no you can't do that you maybe can't. a few days but right because your life will be yeah. awful if you just like you've got we are social animals and you have to interact with other yes humans well, just I, remember I, I, the the old Vulcan parable even Dundee had to go to Manhattan <laughs> <laughs> right? that's my favorite Vulcan parable yeah. but. I mean, Are you talking about Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I'll say, you know, with me and Kat, our situation, like, we work from home. You know, like yeah. that. And yeah. so, I mean, and Kat, sometimes we'll kind of get on each other, like, going out to eat all the time. And I go, that's how, that's, I don't go out to eat. I'm inside all day. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, I, yeah. you're my business partner. I, <laughs> so, like, you know, and, and I love my wife to death, but even she's, she, like, sometimes she'll go, you got any junkets coming up? And I'm like, why? Well, she's like, I just want the house to myself. Like that. And I, and I completely, I, love, I salute it. I know? love the honesty of that between oh, you two. That's and, great. No, and then, and sometimes, like, and as we record this, actually, the party already happened whenever this comes. No, it's this week. Uh, it comes out the 12th. Yeah. So she's right as we, you guys get this, she is down in Arizona right now. All right. Visiting her sister for a well, week. And guess how much and I give a shit? Go for it. Go yeah. get away I from me. You know? <laughs> it's fine. I could not do what you guys do. What in the house all day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's why even, I don't stay in the though, house all day. Well, but and, like, even though I go to work, I mean, I don't necessarily like being there, and I hate <laughs> most of the motherfuckers I look at, no. like my coworkers. I'm like, fuck you, fuck, you're cool, mm-hmm. fuck you, <laughs> right? So and, hard. I work at the same sub as him. <laughs> you're the cool guy. Yeah, no, but like, I'm the janitor. <laughs> I need to get out of the house. I gotta see people yeah. and like. I couldn't do it. Well, and it, it, it got a little bit. I mean, like I said, we'll go out to lunch and stuff like that. But like uh, when you know, Egg, he used to work from home, and mm-hmm. every once in a while, I'd be like, "Hey, you want to go get lunch?" Yeah, sure. But he doesn't work from home anymore, so like oh, I yeah. lost that connection. Like you know, so it, it's a different dynamic. But like I, ha- my excuse to get out of the fucking house is like I'm gonna go get something to eat. But I'll tell even you, like, the, even if the refrigerator is stocked, I'm like I'm getting the fuck out of this house. The the thing like, and if you know any teachers. Everybody knows I'm a teacher. I don't work in a subloan. Anyway. <laughs> I'll delete that. Um, Play it backwards. I don't, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think people realize like the psychic energy it takes to be a teacher. No. I, I couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I, they're I, so needy. And there's no way. And they want so much. Yeah. And you're, they're just questioning you. And I couldn't also, do it. Right? No way. And, and it's like. When I get home from work, I don't want to talk to anybody mm-hmm. for like three hours, <laughs> right? Eight o'clock. I'll sit there and talk to my dogs, and I'll just go, you're a, you're a good girl. Stop uh, rubbing your ass on my fucking floor, dude. <laughs> you know? And But like... Even that is like being at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, but... Yeah. 
No, there's no, there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit of time. But when you abandon the world, you yeah. that. Yeah. that is a terrible, terrible fucking thing yep. to do because you will become more and more depressed, mm-hmm. more and more isolated, and it won't turn out that mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. stop it, bro. Well, unless, and, unless your existence in the world would actually tip the balance of power in favor well, of the First Order, in which case you do need to retreat. Well, see, what, and that's the point in the letter I was going to point out. is is whatever I'm hiding from will still be there no matter how long I hide, right? What's right. the point of hiding, well, then? Well, no, if you come out and help fight that exactly yeah. then it will go away yep. and that but, is what i would encourage you or at to least do. you'll know don't that. you think so many people feel that way right now oh yeah like mm. i sit and and i watch way too much news mm-hmm. and i'm just like what the fuck is going on i've, I've said it a million times uh, for the past year believe me if i didn't have to keep track of this shit mm-hmm. i wouldn't Did you guys I, read about day zero huh Day Zero. This is the most horrifying thing I've ever heard about. Is that What's the that? next DC crossover? Sounds nope. good, though. Sounds no, like it. <laughs> no. So there's there's a line. There's a line. If you watch Fury Road, mm-hmm. uh, and and Max is standing there with a radio right next to his car before everything goes completely. Yes. completely I'm Max, shit. and I'm made of and, blood and yeah, yeah. And 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 chrome. Eating uh, a lizard. Yeah. There's there's a, a a a news clip that plays out where somebody says, and then the water wars began. Day Zero. Sometime mm-hmm. in the next three months, <laughs> Cape Town. South Africa is out of water. Yeah. Out of water. Oh, I there's I heard of like a whole news report on this yeah. and it blew my fucking yeah. mind. So so Cape Town in 2013, they were their only source of fresh water is is reservoirs. And they're actually considered one of the greenest cities on the planet because of their water conservation practices and all these different things they've done to utilize safe water practices. Because yeah, they don't have much. They don't have much. But it, they do they do have a monsoon season and those reservoirs fill up. And it, as of 2013, 2014, they had those reservoirs were full. Everything's fine. Those reservoirs are at 13% capacity Whoa. in five years. Mm. Uh, in one of the greenest cities on the planet that practices safe water conservation where they discourage things like lawns. Um, and they went to that in five years. In five years, we moved back to Salt Lake City in 2009 where we still had winters that started in late October <laughs> uh, and went on until late March, early April. Now, uh, here it is as of this recording, early February, and it's almost 60 degrees outside. You've I'm got shorts, shorts on? We've got the goddamn door open? Yeah, because it's too warm. So oh, we talk about... On, hey, can I just interrupt you for a second? Of course. I, I feel like I need to give a, um, a warning. Mm-hmm. Warning. Geek Show Podcast is keeping it real right now. Fairly. Sorry. <laughs> so so we're talking about, uh, we've been doing the show as of May, 10 years. Okay? Yes. So in half of that time, since Jimmy came on the show, actually in, in less time than Jimmy's been on the show, in yep. less time that Tony's been on the show, yep. uh, the city went from not having to worry about water at all to literally, we are going to be out of water. We had They're, they're saying they're going to have to cut rationing down to something like, Two and a half gallons per person per day mm. uh, in in South Africa. That is that is one of the largest population uh, centers in that area. And and we're not you know Africa itself is rife with with uh, drought with drought in general. But we're dealing with huge drought in Australia. We're dealing with huge drought in, in areas all over the world. We've got weather patterns in the United States that don't make sense. Like we should be buried in snow right now, but we're not. But you know what? Georgia st- Georgia is mm-hmm. <laughs> or Florida. Yeah. So, and like, yeah. how many snowstorms have we had in Utah this year? One, two. Yeah. We've had two snowfalls. Yeah. Uh, two. two, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There's a mountain. There's a there's a canyon right above your house. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite canyons, Neff's Canyon. I like to hike that canyon. And even when we came back to Utah, Neff's Canyon was one of those canyons you could get halfway up before you had to turn around because of snow. 
until late July, usually. Uh, you mm-hmm. couldn't get too far into the canyon. Uh, now, I'm pretty sure I could climb up that canyon and have the same snowfall that would deter us uh, in, in, in June, July. Probably not be there right now in February. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so we talk about your, your, your things that cause you despair uh, that might make you want to hide. But maybe there's some things that you need to fight for. And sometimes right. those things that make you want to run and hide, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the water wars are going to be there whether we want them to or not. The the day zero in South Africa is going to be there whether you want to or not. But there's maybe some people out there that you can lift up uh, that through your unity or your tribalism or whatever else. And uh, you guys can get through it together. Yeah, exactly. As Cap always said. You have my shield. I don't like bullies, and I can do this all day. Yeah. So don't hide. Don't hide. Don't hide. Well, I'm going to hide for a little bit. Re-energize. Re-energize, right. but then get back out there and make the world better. And when it's I, hard. And yeah. if it gets hard a little bit down the road, re-energize again. Yeah. yeah. And then get back into the fight. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and then he, he closes, uh, Michael closes with, uh, I don't want to be a total downer, so Mr. Terrific or Mr. Fantastic? Well, I think we all know. <laughs> yep, we know. We know. You know the answer to that. That's right. I think they should work together. Shh. <laughs> I, think they should get, I think they should get married. All right. They could be Bart? the terrifically fantastic family. Ooh. Oh, that's a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> it really is. Uh, let's see. I had Mr. and Mr. Terrific. Well, uh, fantastically terrific. Terrifically fantastic. I had. Uh, well, this this will start as a bummer story, but I think it will turn fun. Yeah, we got to pull this out. Please, please gotta, bring gotta, us up from day zero. Well, he's got to do it. Like, very, <laughs> you got to do it gradually. That's how the news does. Okay. You can't go sure. from like a murder suicide to a like, cat it? stuck in a tree. Well, you know what? Then I can't do this yeah. story because this will. This Several will be bad dogs were stomped to death. I don't know. Who wants an airhead? Uh, here. <laughs> a man immolated all the neighborhood dogs for a blowjob. This, uh, here we go. Inside joke, I love you. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So uh, Fox has signed a three-year first-look deal with Ryan Reynolds. For what? Anything that comes out of his brain? Anything. Ah. Uh, anything. Uh, and he has decided that the first thing he wants to do... Shark cop. <laughs> Clue. Oh, yeah. Like the board game movie? The board game, yeah. Or is uh, it like a remake a, of the movie? He's got a lot or? to live up to because that movie's a classic. Well, that movie's a remake is of it Murder. really, though? <laughs> that, <movie's laughs> no, that, that movie was derided when it oh, came yeah. out. It that, got horrible reviews. That sure. movie was too reminiscent of 1977's classic TV movie, Murder by Death. But actually, <laughs> like, huh. I know, oh, I know. Yep. Columbo was in that. Yep. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Yeah. Murder uh, by death. Oh, it was funny. Uh, uh, like Alec Guinness was the butler. Yep. Yeah, and Fu, no uh, like Fu Manchu and shit. Yeah, uh, Peter Sellers was yeah. in it. Yep. Now, if they're going to do this, they have to do it like they did the original and have different endings. Multiple endings, so you have to see it multiple times. Yeah, mm. yeah I think actually they should uh, turn the lights off halfway through the movie and actually murder somebody in the audience. Oh. And then everybody else <laughs> has to figure out who did it. Before oh. they'll open the doors back up. That's like a movie. See, I would just back out really slowly. I need to go re-energize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll be in the bathroom. He's uh, he's doing it with uh, his Deadpool writers, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. They're going to do Clue. Okay. Right. The you butler know, did it with the butt plug. Fun fact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fun a, fact. That was a candlestick, Jimmy, and I keep telling you, stop using the candlestick. I'll like use my that. imagination if I want to. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fun fact. In Britain, for some reason, it's called Cluedo. Clue no? Cluedo. The game is called Cluedo? Yeah. Why? Is it made of Play-Doh? I don't know. They fucking don't say anything right. They say aluminum. That's right. Aluminium. Murder by Death. Murder by Death. Truman Capote. Yeah. As Lionel Twain. Yep. (laughs) Yep. He's at the end. He's sitting there. Yeah, I bet you're all wondering. (laughs) 
Yes, Mr. What's his name? I'm I've called you here because there's going to be a murder. Who's going to be murdered? Who's going to be I am going to be the murder victim. Yeah. And it was yeah, that was great. God. <laughs> We've lived through great times. They 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 parodied the thin man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm well, so that's gl- all. It was all these detectives were called into a, a big mansion. Yep. The doors were locked, and they were parodies because, like, uh, Peter Falk was uh, Maltese Falcon. He was Humphrey Bogart, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. uh, there was the Poirot uh, was was there yeah. a parody of that? Yeah, and uh, I think Peter Sellers was the Thin Man parody, wasn't he? Anyway, funny movie, funny movie. It really is. Yeah. Really, really. You good know, stuff. we're so lucky that we got to experience all this great stuff before the world ended. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest the hardest version of Clue is when you're playing with Donald Sutherland and he keeps referring to it as Clute. Oh. God damn it. I'm damn so it. mad at you right now. I don't get that. I think that. we all are. I don't get that. Like, I'm so a, happy a, with myself right that's now. That's a movie with Donald Sutherland and yes. Jane Fonda where she plays a whore. Yeah. And he plays a cop. Google it. It's called Clute. K-L-U-T-E. I'm so fucking... You haven't even been drinking. You don't have, <laughs> have, even you have an excuse. <laughs> no excuse. He just gave himself a high five. All right. You know how long I've been doing this show with you wonderful people for coming on 10 <laughs> you years. You just edited yourself. I did. Way. I did. A word I don't use anymore almost came out of my mouth. Uh, so I've been doing this show with you guys for close to 10 years, and I've been dying to get a clute joke in. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's a weird thing. <clears throat> so, oh, He's going to go home, kick, kick open the front door. Rachel, I did it. I did it. So now, now in, in order for me to get my geek show bingo done, i got to work in that wait until dark joke. <laughs> you just keep waiting there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> don't give him any well, opening. You got just, ten, you got ten been, more years. I just <laughs> don't know how I'm going to get a joke in about a blind Aubrey Hepburn getting heroin bears in the mail. Well, it's not going to work. If if you could work in, a, <laughs> if you could work in a my man Flint. Oh, oh Flint is uh, uh, the souls are so good. That would be, that would be fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we have uh, games, uh, movies? Uh, what do we got? Yep. You got games. I you got ready? Games. Go sure. for it. Go. All right. Uh, let's see. This week, um, if you like smashing buttons and killing guys, yes, uh, Dynasty that's... Warriors Nine comes out this week. <laughs> it's called what again? Dynasty Warriors Nine. Mm-hmm. I got the first version of that on the PlayStation Two, and I liked there, it. Yeah. There ain't no party like it. Uh, there ain't no party like a Dynasty Wars party. Well, you know, the, uh, the Joan Collins character is the most powerful. <laughs> That's for you, Lee. <laughs> Alexis Carrington? Yes. Alexis Carrington? That's a, for you. A Dynasty television that was, joke. That's for Lee, yeah. Well played. Well played. I like the part where you um, fight uh, Crystal in the, fu- in, in, the, in the pool. In yeah. the pool, yeah. yeah. Dear the diary, today Carrie and I made really bad jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got one called Kingdom Come Deliverance. Looks like a medieval uh, sla- hack and slash em up ish RPG thing. Anyway, uh, this is Ned Beatty raped in that one. <laughs> also for you, Lee. Yeah, Never mind. these are all callbacks yes. to people that don't see old movies. Yep. Uh, this one's made especially for me and my demographic. Monster Energy Supercross. It's just a Supercross game. It's a Supercross game with monster logos everywhere. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got Owl Boy, which is Ow- a. Owl boy. Owl boy. It's a. Uh, Are you in fact? Yeah, a boy that's got kind owl of powers? half owl, half owl, half boy kind of a thing. Okay, I'll well, just, wait, wait, I'll just the per- dark and I'll fly? just I'll just play it and pretend that it's Jim Henson's Watchmen babies. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Watchmen <laughs> babies. <laughs> so in that one, you basically play this little guy. It's a two D jumping side scroller kind of a game. It's actually it's actually really good. Uh, let's see. Also this week, a remake, 
not really a remake, but a re-release on PS4 and Xbox One for South Park, The Stick of Truth. Oh. So if you haven't had a chance to play that one, Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually a really good little RPG, especially if you like South Park and their jokes. So that's a a good one to look at this week. Also, let's see. uh, Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, gets a physical release for the PS4 and the Switch. It was digital only before. Wonder Boy, the Tenacious D game? (laughs) Wonder Boy! Saw that coming a mile away. Yep. <laughs> what is the secret of your powers? It's been 15 years. Come on, guys. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's actually a, a, a to... remake of a Sega Master System game, oh. the system before the Sega Genesis. Oh. So it's, it's so old. So it's, it's a remake of an oldie. Yeah, okay. and it's uh, it's been pretty good so far. Uh, also- uh, I'm going to fill the crevasse with my mighty, mighty juice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just got that joke. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Also, uh, this this one's good for uh, all you Bayonetta lovers out there. Bayonetta, God, I love Bayonetta. Bayonetta one and two for the Switch now. Oh, so there she does the spinning with yeah, the guns, guns yeah. on her boots and everything. Runs up the walls. Shit, she's uh, they're they're bringing that up because Bayonetta three is a Nintendo Switch exclusive, so they're getting everyone hyped for that later mm-hmm. on. Uh, that is it. Pretty pretty right. decent week for games. Not yeah, too bad. reasonably. Yeah, movies. I uh, have not seen anything in the, as we record this in the theaters, but I hope that you enjoyed our review. Spoiler free of Black Panther and the Broken News segment. Uh, no, that will be next week. Oh, because that's what I'm saying. Oh, that'll be the thirteenth. But yeah, this but, is. This but we would have seen it by then. Yeah, but no, the, this comes out on the twelfth. Twelfth. It'll be we'll next see week. See it on the thirteenth. Can't you tell? I hate you, people that can read calendars. <laughs> oh. Damn you with your eyes and, and he's, thoughts. And he's not even drinking. Nah. Amazing that that's how your powers manifested. Uh, well, what is coming out uh, on Blu-ray? Uh, Criterion for both of these: uh, The Silence of the Lambs. Criterion. Oh, I love that movie that's so much. Fantastic. I will get the Criterion. I like edition. how he wears Chris Isaac's face. <laughs> Another one that's Criterion. I think I might get both of these. Would you? Would you? <laughs> now, wait a minute. What does the Criterion Collection mean? What do they do they to They clean it? up the print. They, they increase the sound. Frame by frame, like, they scrub it. And then oh. there's also, like, great, like, extras. Like, extras and yeah. making, So it's a you big know, deal. Document- yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And okay. Silence of the Lambs is one of those movies. I just love it so much that... My first Criterion yeah. that I bought was Smoking the Bandit. If you watch yeah. it, if you watch <laughs> Did it, on they the, really do that. No, okay. If you watch your Criterion Blu-ray on an Atari Jaguar, the ghost of Akira Kurosawa narrates the movie. That's, that's cool. That's not true. Multiple I, Migs, the man in the in the cell next to me. What did he say to you? Oh, sorry. Would you? He threw. He at me, sir. <laughs> this is my favorite. One of my favorite. Well, I have so many favorite scenes in that movie where he's he's got he's he's got his arm in a sling, you know, and he's trying to. Put the couch in the back of his windowless van by himself, and the and the girl comes, Mister, I can help you. And he looks at her and goes, Would you? <laughs> Did you know? I just, I just, I, I'm sorry. That'll be. Did you my, know that was Michael would, Shannon. That'll be my text tone. What's his? Uh, would, you, would you? Would you? Would you fuck me? I fuck I'd me. Fuck me. <laughs> Do you know what that the uh, famous voice cartoon wise is? That voice? It's Chris Griffin. It's uh, Seth Green. That's his inspiration for that voice. He says he's doing Buffalo Bill. Yeah. He's doing yeah, what? He's doing. Yeah, if you actually go back and listen to it, like young, bu- young Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah, if he was young, he, he got a touch like this. Oh my god! And you actually listen to it. Like, Holy shit! It's totally. I mean, he said it's, it's Buffalo. Because his friend dared him to go in and audition as Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Wow! Because that's what he got. 
Awesome. She wasn't those big old fat girls. <laughs> Your diary. <laughs> she was a hefty. She was a hefty surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's just so. God, he's gross. he's so fucking good so in that movie. Gross. Uh, another criterion that I think I'm going to get to: Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one to have yeah. a Criterion <laughs> too, wouldn't it? That's the, that that scene is going to be so much crisper. This, oh, yeah, the scene with the the failed. Let's go to the gas uh, gas pump scene. That's right. That's the first time. I, I think it was nine when I saw the movie the first time. I wasn't supposed to be up watching TV. Wow. And uh, I, I stayed away from it. Cause yeah, no, I, it was it was like the only thing. I lived in Medford, Oregon. There were only two channels that weren't PBS. Yeah. And it was like midnight and Night of the Living Dead was on. And there's that scene where they go to get the thing. And, and the truck explodes and the zombies come and start eating people. And it's the mm-hmm. very realistic looking. I mean, even... By Even though we standards. know that they were all turkey legs, this is a movie that's over. Fit. Well, there, there's a scene where they're actually like stripping, they're they're ripping chunks of flesh off of a woman's arm, yeah. and Ugh. it's it in black and white, as well shot as it was, as well made as that movie was. I remember just thinking they really ate that one. Well, I, I I remember the first time I oh, it saw scared it, scared the shit out of me. I I was terrified to see it because yeah. I just, its reputation right. yeah. was everywhere and so it was like we want to go see it at the drive-in and I'm like I don't think so yeah. and so when the Sounds Easy video opened I got it on Laserdisc and nice. rented it and I started it and I had to stop after that guy said they're coming to get you Barbara yeah. you made it six yeah. minutes and I'm like <laughs> I the fuck they I'm are! Like, oh shit! <laughs> and I paced the living room. I remember I paced the living room for about ten minutes. Like going, like, carry like, 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 okay, okay. How old, how old were you? I was just a kid, uh, and so I'm like shaking my hands, going, "All right, all right." I'm like gonna go back to this. Like shit. I'm, I'm about go to back. lift. I'm gonna lift something heavy. You know, I was like, "All right, let's go." Well, it's funny because just when, your inner psyche. <laughs> when when later zombie movies uh, zombie movies happen and people were criticizing, you, you said zombo zombo movies. Well, it's a whole <laughs> other movie. It's a uh, clown genre. They were, they were criticizing uh, running zombies, but that yeah. first zombie, the one that attacks Barbara and her brother, oh yeah, he ran. Oh yeah. Not only did he run, he used a tool. He That's used to right. Walk to smash a window. He did. Oh. He was smart. Oh, okay. Fucking Zombo. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Zombo, the laughing zombie. Well, he's on his way out. Uh, we're getting yes, a new one, but uh, you can get the complete series of the Peter Capaldi years of Doctor Who. Oh, he was so good. I liked it. Cat liked him great. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I liked him as Doctor Who. No, he was great. But she's more excited for uh, what's her name, Whitaker. Jody, well, Jody, 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 yeah, yeah she's, like that. she's really excited. I'm for actually her. looking that, forward. Uh, to that. The Christmas special was great. Yeah, she, oh, it was. Yep. I it usually, was so that, good. That's usually that's all I watch on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I watch the Christmas special. Well, watch, the fact that they brought in like the old was it 1960? Yeah, well, and, that, and like, that guy looks just like him. Yeah. And he, like, well, he played he played the actor in the right, the in, movie about Doctor Who. It was fantastic. Wow. Well, again, go back and and watch Capaldi's uh, death scene. Well, okay. Capaldi Capaldi's last brilliant. season was kind of amazing too because they actually showed the birth of the original Cybermen. So when they show mm-hmm. the first Cyberman, they they as as stupid as that costume looked, they really played with your nostalgia. You're mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh yeah, that's a good way to use it. <laughs> Uh, I think Air conditioning might, duct. might be the only one I didn't know that's watched this. The Deuce season one is now um, right. I didn't watch any of it, and, oh, you didn't? but I, I want did. to. I just didn't because there's, there's too many shows. There is, and it's got James Franco in it. Who's and it's but it's, <laughs> it's he's dodging, what, uh, dodging. It's the, the guy that made The Wire, and yeah, he's all got that great he's shit. got a good pedigree, yeah. but there's just too many shows. And then uh, last. Uh, a show that Kat absolutely loves, uh, Broad City season four. Oh yeah, is now out. Yeah, that's they're very funny. Yeah, too many shows. Yeah, but there are too shows. many shows. Yeah. Yep. Sue's been watching that in secret. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. 
She goes, I didn't think you wanted to watch it. I said, look, I, I, I've watched it. I've seen it. It's funny. That's much cooler. My wife was sneaking episodes of Smash. <laughs> one of the girls was actually at the junket for the Ninjago one, mm-hmm. and she was sitting there just like, eating lunch. Kat's like, I really want to go say hi to her. I'm like, so just go say hi. Like, you know, it's like, I don't want to. I'll freak out like that. Although she like like got up and like went inside to go do the more interviews. She's like, I should have said hi, should I? I'm like, well, yeah. Now it's too late. Now you can't do any of it. Uh, well, that's uh, that's a good place, Mister B. If you would please, hmm? you know, Ham. Yeah, I know stuff's hard right now. Mm-hmm. Let's go chill out for a bit, but let's not stay there forever. Okay. Hmm?